0: Good evening. Good evening. For our nice little late night show.
1: Yeah. James. Hi, fellas. Hi, James.
0: Hello. Hold on, I'm going to hang up. Okay. I think you and me were both waiting for it. Yeah,
1: I was surprised he said hello.
0: (laughs) I know. All right. All right. Welcome back. Thank you.
2: Long time. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Long time, first time. Uh, How's your guys' week been? Busy, busy. How's yeah, yours? Sounds like not as busy as yours. Though still kind <laughs> of hectic. Oh,
1: that's right, because you were getting a show on its feet and things and stuff, right, James? Who? What?
2: Me? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Zach, and I was like, "What show is Zach <laughs> doing?"
1: Oh, Zach doesn't do Zach doesn't do shows.
2: <laughs> not yet, at least. Give me oh, another six months. You're, <laughs> you're funny, James. Yeah. <laughs> you're a little jokester. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we. I mean, I didn't have much to do with Prelude to a Kiss, uh, uh, but it did get on its feet, and there was a lot of last-minute nonsense, because, so, you know, my lovely wife did the costumes for it.
1: Right, right. And
2: even though they're... T-
1: Are you still talking?
0: In the show. Yeah, I'm talking. Can oh, you hear me? No, you, oh, it stopped after even, though. For about, yeah, for about ten seconds. Motherfucker. It's my... <laughs> My stupid. What? Stopping.
3: Again? Really?
2: Hello? What is going on here? I don't know. This is nonsense.
1: Are you okay? Are you plugged in? Are you, are you...
2: I'm fine. No. Okay. No plugging. I I have like high ninety, battery percent. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Just lose a signal. I I think that I need a new router. I think I've been saying that now for a couple months.
1: <laughs> I could be. Who's your provider?
2: Xfinity, but it's an old modem or router, whatever the hell that thing is.
1: Did you, you get it, you had it? Yeah,
2: a year and a half maybe. But when oh, they that... gave, they said it was already kind of a little old, and they were about to release a new one. But so,
0: oh, okay. i was gonna but, say a year and a half doesn't seem like that long. No, it doesn't. Right.
1: I got mine from Xfinity 2 years ago, I think.
2: What does yours look like?
1: I don't know. It's kind of big. <laughs> it's,
2: it's behind the TV.
1: I don't, I don't look at uh, it very okay. often. It's, it's a black rectangular prism. We had prism.
2: one with like a like an angled top. Hmm. Man, just Have a, an angled top on it?
1: Um I think it's just a square. You just keep on cutting out. Is it Is your router having fun with you? Is it... Did it leave?
2: I'm not in any other spot than I am usually. Oh. But she is watching Hulu, which is new, and maybe it's taking up more bandwidth.
0: You wouldn't... What happens... You wouldn't think it'd be that big of a...
1: Okay. (laughs) It shouldn't be that big of a deal to have Hulu on. My kid's watching Hulu right now.
0: I mean, God, when when I used to live at home, a lot of times when we'd be doing this, you'd have me in my room on here, my dad, aunt, and his, you know, playing a game on the computer, then my brother playing a game on his computer, and then mm-hmm. my mom watching TV. Yeah. See, that's what it should be.
2: Is that better? Is is it any different for so, you fellas?
0: So far, right now it sounds better. great. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. So I turned off my Wi-Fi on my phone. So maybe the problem lies in my phone.
1: It could be. What do you you DBA. What are you running? You running a five? iPhone seven. iPhone seven.
2: Yeah, which is currently updated to the the most recent iOS, but uh, you those know are, those are Fs?
1: pretty tricky if you're if you're below a ten.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough.
1: The the fair most enough. recent ones have been pretty pretty tricky. <clears throat> pretty tricky. Pretty tricky.
0: Pretty cool. <laughs> 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 So when when do you when did you sign up for Hulu?
2: Uh, just the other day. She apparently had a free month, and uh, oh, nice. Yeah. So when I told her that Magicians cusses, she was like, "Oh, we gotta get it." Oh. <laughs> and we haven't watched any of the new Magicians because we've been watching Harlots instead.
3: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like I like Hulu pretty pretty yeah. well, uh, though. It's fun. I I'm constantly on the verge of canceling it because I, I pay for the live TV thing.
3: Mm. Oh yeah, and
0: for sports. So it, it it bumps it up to like forty something a month.
1: Yeah, wow. I could see I could see either looking at reducing Hulu with that, or looking at getting rid of some other services.
0: Yeah.
2: Do you have a regular cable, Zach?
0: No. Hmm. No, I pay. I have Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, and uh, HBO.
2: Ah, that's
0: about all you need, really. Yeah. And I mean Amazon I even though I've like way cut back on the amount of Amazon orders I do, I still basically count Amazon as like that I don't count that as part of like the entertainment type thing. It's uh, part of it's right. part
1: of your ecosystem.
0: Yeah, like, but even if Amazon had no like TV services at all, I would still have it.
1: Oh, same here. Yeah. So I,
0: I don't really count that towards the amount of money I'm spending towards like entertainment purposes. Yeah, my
1: house is right. full of echoes,
0: and I I don't know what I'd do without them. Yeah, when you
2: need something in two days,
0: you fucking need that thing. Well,
2: that's true so, too. Yeah, although
1: I've started I've started with not shopping on Amazon, patronizing local businesses more, and it's
2: been how is that working out?
1: Been pretty good. Like, I just bought my wife a, a dress for Valentine's Day, and instead of buying a few options on Amazon, I just went down to a store <laughs> and talked to a salesperson who knew her. And 15 minutes later, I was in my car with a new dress for her.
2: How very old school of you.
1: Right? But it was all, like, <laughs> and everyone was happy. I brought the dress home. She was like, this is a great dress. And it's just, that's just how it went. And I didn't it didn't take two days, it just took a trip to Lincoln Center. Do
2: you guys do anything special for we, Valentine's?
1: We thing? are, but she's a subscriber, so she, we can't uh, I can't tell you. Ah uh,
2: yeah. That's fair. You could just wait post this on the fifteenth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I already forgot to post the last week's one since I got off the computer to go deal with the kid right away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I uploaded it um just before our call.
0: Oh really?
3: No. Oh perfect. Perfect.
2: Well, listeners, we apologize if we discuss things that were discussed twice in a row now. Yeah. <laughs> we often do. I'm sure there's probably a good 10 or 15 minutes of each episode where we get so drunk we forget that we just talked about this shit last week and we talk about it again.
1: Oh, absolutely. So not surprise me, all. No. Absolutely. <laughs>
2: what oh, are yeah. you guys drinking?
1: Go ahead with that. Then I'll look up something so that I have something to talk about. Okay, Okay.
0: I'll I'll go first. I decided to do something uh, a little bit different and probably not a good idea, but we'll see. Since we're doing a special late-night episode, I'm having uh, beer, wine, and whiskey. Wow. So I'm starting off with a bottle of Torpedo from Sierra Nevada. Perfect. And then I'm going to try to finish off the bottle of Thousand Stories um, wine from last week. Mm -hmm. And then... um, if we're still going, I will move on to Four Roses uh, Bourbon. Perfect.
1: So I'm I'm drinking I'm just drinking wine. I have something called Black Ink, but hmm. um, I did a did a whiskey tasting last night, and I found out at that time that the Pappy Van Winkle brewery was purchased by the Dickel and Bullitt families. Really? And so Dickel and Bullet are are in two different states, but they own Pappy Van Winkle now, and so there's been some trickle down into why Dickel and Bullet are becoming so much better. And okay, it's because they have a little bit of the Pappy Van Winkle.
2: Ah, oh.
1: I think I think that's what <laughs> I had a lot of whiskey last night. I had a lot, <laughs> I had a lot of whiskey last night. <laughs> because we did the whiskey tasting, so we had five but then I had one more to do there in the bar to hit my 101 for the 101 club so I did that and then came home and I had had a coffee or something at some point and so I was like well alright I started playing some Spyro and then instead I just cleaned the house from top to bottom while drinking lots and lots of whiskey
0: oh god I don't know if you do that when you drink
1: for for like <laughs> five hours <laughs> Oh, my God. Just getting progressively drunker and drunker, but, like, washing the dishes and cleaning the sink and getting the floors and putting all the laundry away. I washed every single piece of laundry in the house. I did, like, six loads and folded Jeez. it all, put it away. <laughs> I'm very, I used very to productive. Have, Sorry, go
2: ahead. used to have days like that when I smoked. Just be like, you know what? It's time. And just fucking take massive bong rips and turn on some music and clean every single thing that could be cleaned. Mm-hmm. But uh, not so much anymore. I get, I, like, drinking has a different effect on me. I, like, like I said before, like, I lose my motor skills. My I get to a point where, like, I'm, I fucking, I gotta grab something, and it's just, like, I'm so numb, and it's, like, my hand becomes lighter or something, and I just, like, knock shit. You know, like, I, m- like, my fine motor skills just go by the wayside when I get to a certain drunk.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I, I think I fall more into that category than what CJ experiences. But <laughs> I, I just get to the point where I just want to like sit there and just kind of doze off. And yeah. there's no way in hell that I could get drunk and then clean. <laughs> Once you're warm in the belly and your limbs are numb, you're just like, why move at all? Let me just sit here. Yeah, like if we get if we get too, if I get too drunk on this, and what I, I'll do is I'll watch tv and play video games until <laughs> so i sober up a little bit and go to bed
1: interesting so the i wanted to because this has to do with pappy van winkle which we've talked about a few times after james's family drank too much of it <laughs> i can't remember the story because i drank too much but the right. the orphan barrels that we had last night has something to do with pappy van winkle and I totally misunderstood what an orphan barrel is. And basi- oh, okay. Basically, it's that Dickel like purchased this old Pappy Van Winkle distillery, and then somewhere like deep, deep down in the basement, they found these barrels that were totally unmarked. They each had a different whiskey in them that was incredibly good, and that these are the orphan barrels. They're orphans because they were abandoned by the Pappy family.
2: Oh. And there's literally, so they, they don't know They just came any... up with their own names?
1: They just came up with some names just sort of based on how it tastes because no one has any idea, like, what went into these. And then the fact that they were barrel-aged decades longer than they were originally intended to be also contributes to why they're so good
2: and so sought after. Whether or not that's true, that makes a great fucking story, and it makes Doesn't me it? want these whiskeys even more. <laughs> they were really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> So I told my dad about the uh, the whiskey wall, and he goes, like, we were talking about other stuff, and he, like, completely interrupted. He's like, I will do that any time you want,
3: son. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, let's, let's both get on the fucking wall.
1: Yeah, and he, like, and it's, with you being so close, anytime your dad happens to stop by, be like, you know what, let's go, let's go yeah. do one.
2: Let's go have, yeah, at least one. <laughs>
1: So apparently all kinds of people are all wrapped up in who could have made the orphan barrels. It could be Buffalo Trace. It could be Sazerac. It could be... It could be Pappy. It's
2: interesting. And there's just no way to tell.
1: There's just no way to tell. It's just some old barrels.
2: What if they were down there because they were fucking (laughs) poisoned?
1: Maybe that's why I was up and cleaning.
2: Yeah, they were chock full of meth, yeah. and that's why just nobody's telling anybody anything. <laughs> had the real stuff in it, the cocaine.
1: Yeah, no, that's how that's how drinking goes for me, especially drinking whiskey. I just I'm ready to I'm ready to do.
0: Man,
2: it's funny. That's I, just I like inconceivable to me. I could easily see all, also being ready to fight. Like I'm just fucking ready.
0: Like, like oh, let's go. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: used to be used to be. I had to stay away from certain whiskeys because certain whiskeys would be like. I would just take anything the wrong way and be ready yep. to just go at it with someone.
2: Caddy <laughs> t- manager. Caddy manager. Want to fight about it? No. Yeah.
1: Have
0: <laughs> you ever been in a fight? Yeah. Couple, Zach. couple fights. I have not. It's very surprising, I know, but I have
2: not. <laughs> I did actually get into an altercation once at showbiz with a drunk pregnant nun, but uh, I wouldn't necessarily call that a fight so much.
1: That's what was oh, that? Shit. Was it Val- <laughs> Was it not Valentine's? Was it Halloween?
2: It was Halloween. Hmm. It was the first Rocky horror picture show that we ever did. Um, 2015 now at this point. So 2014 was the first one. Yeah, that was, and we did that the was, second one. Yeah,
1: that's the second one. Okay,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was interesting. I I tried to be so. Okay, one time when I was in Chicago. Uh, I saw this guy. So the the improv school that I went to was right next to Bar Louis, uh, and this fucking dude just came in, drunker than shit, and like was picking fights with the the guy at the front who was like handing out tickets and whatever. Uh, and like he, you know, he was heckling people. Like they let him in, you know, because what are you gonna do? But so they let him in, and then he was heckling people. And then finally, like the guy was like, the house manager was like, "Look, you, you need to leave, dude." Uh, and then this dude like head-butted the house manager and, like, started, like, an actual fist fight, like, three, maybe two to th- three feet from where I was at. And I didn't know what the fuck to do, so, like, I tried pulling him apart. And then all of a sudden, the bouncer from Bar Louie walks in the door and, like, he's this big, buff, like, bodybuilder dude, picks up this guy and just carries him outside. Huh. Like, that's what, you know, I was like, oh! Like, I didn't even think that was an option. You know? Like, yeah. I, I, I was strong enough. I could have picked up this dude, but I, I'm just sitting here trying to, like, you know, like, fight him back or whatever. And the guy was just like, nope, you're going outside. I was just like, huh. Like, that was like a game changer, right? So I fucking thought when the shit went down at showbiz, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do this. And it did not turn out the
3: same.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah. Because I guess, like, something happened in the guy when he got picked up. He was just like, oh, okay, like, this guy's clearly bigger and stronger than me. Like, I'm just not going to fight him. It's fine. You know, but when you do that to a girl, she apparently fucking goes, like, into a crazy, like, cat con- Flew and, like, scratches the shit out of you and stuff. Oh, shit.
3: Hmm. Yeah. It's fun.
2: Fucking, yeah. It was, a, it was an experience, to say the least. So this, this like, drunk nun, this chick was dressed as a pregnant nun, and she was drunk, and she walked in. Like, she owned the place. We were striking the show. It was Halloween, and it was the last show, and we had done a midnight show, so it's actually, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But we, we had to strike it, so whatever. So we're there, striking, and she just walks in. The bar closed wherever she was at. And she just walked in and fucking none of us knew any better to be like, Hey, you don't belong here. You're not, you know.
3: Right. And so
2: uh she, she was just right in the way. And one of the people was like, Hey, they're moving stuff, and she goes, Yeah. And they were like, No, like where you're standing, like they're moving stuff to where you are standing, so you need to move out of the way. And she goes, y- Yep. And then Elizabeth like looked up, Elizabeth being the owner she was like hey like this is a private establishment and lady goes "Uh (laughs) uh-huh and
3: and then (laughs) the lady
2: bends over like she's about to throw up and she goes oh and i was like uh and she goes it's coming and then she pops up and points to her stomach "Ha, ha! see get it it's coming uh i'm like okay (laughs) what the fuck like she's you know okay clearly and then Elizabeth is like, no, like, I'm sorry, you need to leave. You know, at this point, we had the entire walls of the stage completely raised. So it was just a raised platform. Like, there was no wall standing, but the platform was still, you know, two and a half, three feet up off the ground. Um, and there's nails everywhere and, like, bunch of the piles of wood. And, like, it was just, you know, a huge mess. And Elizabeth is like, no, I'm sorry, you need to leave. Uh, and the she didn't do anything. And Elizabeth is like, okay, like we're going to call 911. Like, you need to leave. And then the girl... Like I kind of stepped to her and I was like, all right, let's, let's go this way. And I pointed to the back door and she literally leapt into my arms, but in attempting to tack to attack Elizabeth, like she like, oh my God. and like jumped. And <laughs> so like, then I made the decision like, okay, well, I'm just going to carry her out then. I was like, nope. And I, <laughs> mm-hmm. So I start walking and she goes, uh, I'm being, uh, I'm being assaulted. I'm being assaulted. And I was like, you're not being assaulted. You're trespassing. It's time to leave. And she starts slapping the shit out of my face. Right. And meanwhile, I'm carrying a full grown woman dressed like a nun and just like probably 100 feet that I've got to carry her. So I just carry her outside. She's like scratching the shit out of me. And I was like, no, like you're done. Like it's time to go. And then like I put her down on the ground and she grabs my arm and goes to bite my arm. And I was like, nope. And I used my other hand and I pushed her down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like I pushed her hard, you know, but like so she she went about three or four feet away from me on the ground, got up, ran at me again. And I'm like, meanwhile, I'm blocking all of these like windmill slaps that she's doing. And Jenny comes outside and she's like, hey, fuck you. Like, you don't fucking <laughs> hit my, my husband or whatever. And then uh, this guy, John, uh, John Thiel, uh, was like, James, go inside. And I look over at him and she fucking slaps me in the ear. And I was like, I'll knock you the fuck out.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I I, like, and that was it. Like, it was just like I wrestled this girl and I got slapped and scratched a bunch. Uh, and then, Jeez. like, it ended up taking like two girls, like, pinned her against the wall and then like they called the cops. But wow. I was uh that was the maddest that I've ever been and it was the closest to an actual fistfight that I ever got into and she honestly got the better of me. <laughs> like <laughs> she she let me know what was what. But, uh, yeah. Never ever told a girl I would knock her out before.
0: <laughs> or <Four laughs> since. It was the only time. Sounds like she deserved it So.
2: <laughs> I used to
1: uh get real real drunk with my friend George while he was getting high and just we would hang around in his garage all the time and that was that was what hanging in his garage was we'd watch DVDs and he would get high and I would get drunk and many times that ended up with like us wrestling each other on the ground or punching each other in the face or some just for one reason or another (laughs) just way too many times one time I choked him until he started puking blood and I was like "Ah, that's what you get
3: (laughs) (laughs)
0: I don't even know if I've even been close to a fight. The, clo- the, the closest was probably, even if this wasn't very close, um, one of the New Year's, um, I think maybe the year after um, you went with us, CJ, when we were in Sacramento
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, at a club, someone, I was already pretty drunk at the time, so I don't remember what was going on, but someone thought Brian well, got too close to his girlfriend or wife or something and grabbed Brian by the tie. Huh. And so we were all about ready to throw down right there. But there was <laughs> you like don't fuck with my boy. There was like seven of us in our group and one of him. So he like immediately backed up. But that's probably the closest. It's <laughs> the closest. That's pretty close. I mean, it wouldn't really have been a fight. It'd just been us all getting clicked out of a club. But
1: <laughs> well, that's still... oh, no. You
0: punch a guy. That's a fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree.
2: Otherwise, you're intervening in somebody else's fight. But yeah, if you throw a punch, I think that's a fight. But like I said,
0: I I was really drunk already at the point because I think that was a time when we had like 20 shots worth of liquor oh. uh, throughout the day. Yeah, uh, We started at like 3 p.m. and just kept going until like 1 in the morning.
1: Those days sneak up on you.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I would literally die if I tried that now. You just like,
1: you think everything's going fine because you're, oh you know I've just had a little and it's spacing
0: out over the day but then by the time you get to like ten p.m. it's like whoa whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though by the end of the night I was I was pretty much fine because the club was so expensive mm, that mm-hmm. I only got and the wait was so long I only got one drink at the club we did almost all the drinking at the hotel.
1: Yeah, once you buy one twelve
0: dollar beer, it's like okay. Oh well, no, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I was doing AMFs. But oh, that's getting, right. Getting, getting the money's worth. <laughs> this is, yeah.
1: Do you still do an AMF now and then?
0: Not really. Oh, God. <laughs> one, one day, I think, I, in fact, I know I've said it on here before, so I'll make it brief. But one day at home, I decided to see how many I could drink.
3: Mm.
0: And I don't do it anymore. I think I topped out at four or five. Yeah. Because then on the on the fourth or fifth one, I was also doing shots of other liquor. Mm. Because I was, you know, so wasted already. Well, the sugary we ones... need to have an Go ahead. AMF show. Oh, yeah. Just we that.
1: should do an AMF show. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'll buy it. I'll buy it pre-mixed or something. I bet they have that. Hopefully. The... But those, those, those uh, sugary drinks are the ones that really put the hurting on you. Yeah.
0: Oh, I was sick the entire day afterwards. I believe it.
1: Yeah, the bi- I... the big saving grace for me just in my drinking life has been switching to chasing with water because mm. just everything's yep. great. Even during the whiskey tasting, I was drinking so much water that we were the only table that went through more than one pitcher of water and I had to take like four bathroom breaks. <laughs> <laughs> just drowning the the whiskey. Of course I've been hungover all day because I then <laughs> came home, home
0: and kept and going to drink, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so how do they structure the tasting
1: um you get so like course one because it's also food it's pairing so course one is he sort of passes it out he sort of talks about what to expect about the finish and a little bit about the taste of it and you get so like course one we had it with a piece of filet mignon. Okay. because cool. the way that he had seasoned and cooked the filet mignon was really really they just went they went right together it was it was a beautiful pairing, <clears throat> but yeah, basically it's just it's over the course of about an hour we did five different shots, and with whatever little thing we finished with a bread pudding that was so good.
0: That just sounds good, yeah,
1: what else do we? I don't even remember what the other courses were. I know we started with filet
2: Mignon and we ended with bread pudding, man. We could probably do one similarly on our own if we were that type of folks to have a whiskey tasting pairing party.
1: Oh, sure. Even with just very run-of-the-mill whiskeys, it it brings them up another. Yeah. Let's see. So, like, whiskey.
0: Oh, God, CJ has so many. (laughs) Whiskey pairing.
1: (laughs) I'll put in my favorite. Bullet rye, which I hear this year they're coming out with a very fancy bullet rye. Yes. Hmm. Whiskey pairing bullet rye, food. Eat this bourbon and food pairings. Well, yeah, I bet you if with a little bit of research, I could uh, I could get some stuff together. (laughs) So like it says, Jim Beam here goes really well with chocolate cheesecake. Bullet bourbon goes well with pork ribs. Okay, okay. Maker's Mark with beef brisket. And evidently, what we learned during the whiskey tasting is that Whiskey Barrel's menu is specifically foods that go well with whiskey.
0: Okay. That makes sense, but not th- something I ever thought of.
1: It's not something I thought of either. It's just It was like, some of it's like, man, it's bar food because it's a lot of things that you just throw in a fryer and stuff. Right. Yeah. But if you take a, like another step back with that and you look at the things, you're like, oh, that's why you randomly have things like... Buffalo pot stickers and pork egg rolls. (laughs) It's all American food. And then you have these random things on there. (laughs) Like the bacon bouquet. That's really good. If you just want to sip some whiskey and eat the bacon bouquet they have, it's very good.
2: Wow. That is, I've done that multiple times, not even realizing that they were intentionally paired together. I just keep thinking like, man, this goes great. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes, oh. super good. I tend to feel like I don't have that kind of forethought with a lot of the stuff.
1: What kind of forethought do you mean?
2: Well, just like cause somebody at some point has sat down and been like, you know what? Like this hits these notes. This whiskey hits these notes on my tongue when I taste it. So what else hits these? Or is it that you want it to hit the opposite note so that you get a full... You know, flavor bouquet. Like, so how does that? How does that go?
1: That would be what it is. This is something that my wife and I work really hard on. Whenever we make food, as we talk um, about, like taking a tour of the tongue. Right. So, like, right. if you if you make something, and because you, you want you want your meal, if you have a bite of whatever, you want it. You want to taste it on the entirety of your tongue. Right. So, if you've got, uh, what's an example? Like, I made pork tonight. The pork would have been mostly the front and center of the tongue in tasting, except that I cooked it in a little bit of lime juice, which brought it to the back right. corners. Okay. And so just things like that, just knowing is sort of like you're sweet, you're spicy, you're savory, different things move to different portions of your tongue. So if the whiskey's already handling the sour, if you have like a sour mash whiskey, you don't need to have that with a key lime pie.
3: Right, you're gonna want right. something a
1: lot more savory to really have a back and forth with the whiskey. So sour mash whiskey, you're probably gonna want something more like a filet mignon or a pork rib.
0: See, I just, I pretty much never. I don't know if I've ever really had whiskey with a with a meal, so I don't. I've just never really thought about it. But that's that's interesting to think about pairings and stuff yeah. with food.
1: Yeah, we should put that's that's our thing. Instead of doing the AMF show, we'll do the we'll do the whiskey pairing show. Yes, <laughs> I'm into it. We just <laughs> sit down and we do we do a bunch of whiskey pairings and eat food.
2: We were at Bevmo the other day and we saw uh, White Walker whiskey, which is Game of Thrones. There's actually several different like
0: Game of Thrones whiskeys, like House I Lannister, think and House. Yeah, I think there's whatever. like seven houses now. I've yeah.
1: Seen I have not heard anything great about the whiskey itself. It's just, it's more like it's a cool bottle.
2: Well, I think that they're just regular whiskeys that have been like, because one of them was Lagavulin, and one of them was like a Glen Fidditch or a Glen something, you know, so like, which is, you know, other regular whiskeys, but like they've designated them as House Targaryen or House Lannister or
1: whatever. You can get the whole set for $2,000.
2: Jesus Christ. Oh, great. Yeah, let's do that. That's two months worth of rent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's four for us. <laughs>
1: it's all Scotch and Oban, the Night's Watch. So it's seven houses in the Night's Watch. Okay. Kleinish is Tyrell. Royal Lagnar is House Baratheon. Dal House Stark. Cardu, Targaryen. Lagavulin is Lannister. Kalisker is Greyjoy and Singleton is Tully. Ah. That would be something nice to have on the shelf though. I, I, right. I've
0: been I've been debating trying to find them or not, but then it's like, I mean, I could get so many other whiskeys for the price <laughs> that they're selling them for.
1: If you I'm on a website called Think Liquor which is what is selling the complete set. So now I want to see what they're charging per bottle. 60, 52.
0: I think it, yeah, I think it varied per bottle.
1: One of these is 379.
0: Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Night's Watch is 529. Oh my God. I also, I think you may have been at a bathroom break, CJ, but I vaguely remember... Um, talking at, about it at some point, about um, subscribing to a wine list for the this Thousand Stories wine. And oh. I guess after after I got drunk enough, I did, I was checking going through my email. <laughs> and I somehow managed to put in my credit card and everything. Oh, so wow. I need to make sure I, I keep $55 set aside for that when it rolls around <laughs> in April. So wow. I could cancel, but I'm like, whatever, I'll keep it.
2: Yeah, try it. See see. I'll like try it.
1: it. My goodness.
2: <laughs> it's
0: yeah, such... you missed a lot last week. <laughs> I know I did. This is yeah. actually,
1: it's like the one episode that I might actually go back and listen to since I didn't live through it.
0: Yeah, you did. about it. 20 or 30, <laughs> almost 20 minute plus minutes of, of me and James talking. Yeah.
3: Wow. <laughs> the prices
1: so... on this thinklicker.com are not awesome. The only thing I could see this being useful for is getting whiskey that you can't find in the store, right? Because they're mm-hmm. just—it's just regular.
2: It's... But I feel like you can bypass that with your bar. At I know, something.
1: I know. I still need to to get them Actually to start make doing use it. of that. <laughs> yeah, start slow. They they kind of adjusted the offer to things we already have. Not we will order it for oh, you. Okay. <laughs> but Things we already have, <laughs> which will work. Because I I keep getting bamboozled. I went to BevMo and I got a whiskey, an Irish whiskey called Writer's Tears that looked really, really interesting. Went into Whiskey Barrel and I kind of talked about it and she's like, I've never heard of that. Are you sure that it's not one of those things where they, because it was kind of expensive, you know, it was like $45. And she's like, are you sure it's not one of those things where they make the label really interesting so you buy it and then it's, mediocre and i was like well i don't know (laughs) tried it that night and that's absolutely what it is it's yeah of course it is it's fine i'm not really gonna ever drink it again but it's a really cool label now you know for me i don't care i'm putting it up on display so a cool label is is a plus
2: yeah and there comes a certain drunk where you're it's gonna taste fine it's gonna just be like war
0: oh heck yeah You know, I randomly um, was looking. They have a specialty whiskey shop in San Francisco that's not too far. Hmm. I'm trying to see how far away it is from the Embarcadero BART station. Yeah, the whiskey shop of San Francisco.
1: The whiskey shop of San Francisco.
0: It is...
1: I just googled specialty whiskey... And on Google Maps, it lists three locations. The BevMo in Lodi, the BevMo in Stockton, and Whiskey Barrel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's about a mile from the bar station. Huh. They don't have a website. The picture looks pretty good. Here, let me...
1: Put it in the robot.
0: Let's see if this works. I'll put it here. I don't know how to use you think I know how to use this shit better?
1: Okay. <laughs> ah, it's on Sutter. That's uh, one of the cross streets next to me. So it's real close. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. And of course they have a guy in a kilt.
0: I know. I saw that. <laughs> I might, Next time I'm in San Francisco, I might have yeah. to uh, check this place out. Take my backpack with me.
1: Yeah, James. I don't know if you followed the link, but the second picture for what the place looks like it has a guy in a kilt just wandering around looking.
2: Is it a little Spanish dude?
0: It is a big red dude. It oh, looks wow. like they they celebrate an actual Scotch. I don't know how mm. to say the the whiskey without the e, but
1: this just, oh, yeah, Wh- just whiskey. Oh, yeah, just whiskey. Said
0: the same way. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure, but still, I'll have to. It's not that far away from. Oh, it's actually close to Montgomery Bar Station. Okay. Mm. Once the giant season starts up again, I'll go there. I'll go to a, jam- a game early and check that out. There you go. I uh, went on the whiskey exchange, and everything's listed in
1: pounds sterling. So that's not going to be something I can. <laughs> Spirited gifts. <But>
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> someday I'll figure out some some mail service for receiving. Bottles of things that I want to use.
0: <laughs> well, you know, just get drunk enough and maybe you'll decide to spontaneously do do one like I did. Done that. That's why I don't. I can't use oh, okay. mediocre deals anymore. Because <laughs> I would get drunk and
1: just start ordering things. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm excited. It's weird. I Like, after having received one uh, flavor box i am excited for my next one even if it's just a fucking it's three shots yeah right but i'm excited i'm looking forward to when it comes in the mail because it's like oh
3: yay mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you know it's a surprise yeah
3: that's and good.
2: like if i ever see a bottle of breckenridge and i want to spend 50 bucks on some whiskey i'm gonna get it it was delicious
1: breckenridge let's see what spirited gifts has that for yeah it's loading the internet's slow today Breckenridge Bourbon is ninety nine dollars. Ah, okay. For only another seventy dollars, you could get it as a gift
0: basket.
2: Oh, what comes in the gift basket?
1: I'm not sure, but they're both engravable. So which uh,
0: which type of Breckenridge Bourbon are you looking at? I'm just looking at regular, I guess. Okay, I, I don't know. I, was, I found another website. It it had like four different
1: types. Oh, this one only listed one. Oh, okay. Uh, you can get like looks like nuts, fruit jellies. You can add cigars.
0: I found a site called Bourbon, Scotch, and Beer. Also, nice. since we're looking at online Not places, sure.
1: this is—I I think our listeners love this. We're we're they on absolutely
0: the, we're it. on the section of the show. We have to have at least a half hour every every episode of us <laughs> we're just looking at the internet. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, I'm going to take my first drink.
1: Do it.
0: Oh, okay. Whew, I'm on my wine right now. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot more wine than I thought, so uh, I uh
2: there's not really a way for me to oh. take the double shot out of a red plastic cup without it going in the beard. Ah, uh, yeah. It's a thing that you have to prepare for. Yeah, but
0: it oh,
1: it's one of those one of those shame, shameful things. <laughs>
0: I need to, I need to trim mine a bit. Your beard? Yeah. I don't, I don't like dealing with it when, when it gets longer than a certain point, and it's at that point.
2: What do you uh, – how do you – like, walk me through your beard care regimen.
0: Um, I try to – I normally um, shampoo it a couple times a week at least, um, and then I um, use oil on it every day and then comb it, and that's pretty what, much it. What kind and of then, oil
3: do you use? Uh,
0: shit, I have to look at that brand. It's in a white bottle from Target. Oh, nice. Beard yeah. Specifically for beards? Yeah, it's like a beard oil. Beard oil is a
1: beautiful thing when you get to a certain length. It's very it helpful. It's necessary, yes. even, what oh, i say. Oh, God. It's kind of like a pomade where it's it, it's just sort of encouraging your hairs to stay in line but not forcing them.
0: Right and to participate. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I go like on a walk um, on a day off in the morning, and I take a shower late in the day, and I'm like, oh, I can skip the ber- beard oil for today. By by, even in the na- even that night, like it just feels a lot different. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I use sweet almond oil. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, just
2: like for cooking. Huh? Because I bought a big ass bottle of it on uh, Amazon a while ago, and it uh, it's great. It Works fine. Smells nice. I like I walk around smelling kind of like a
3: cookie. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: Yeah, it goes in. Uh, it's nice, and I mean it's just like an oil, you know. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I use like the, like less than the size of a dime for my whole beard usually. Sometimes oh, yeah. I go as big as a quarter. But uh, when when my yeah. beard,
1: when my beard is of length, I use Jack Black because I got this great for Christmas one year. I got um, this Jack Black beard care set, and it's oh, amazing. Nice the the beard shampoo I cannot recommend highly enough. But um have I got have I talked to you guys about my my shower thing? No. No. So it's I've been working on this over the last few months. I only shower twice a week now. Really, ins- instead of every day. And how's uh, that working out for you? It's working out really well. There was some it was a little rough right at the beginning. We're like a little gross but like I was getting kind of sores on my head and things like that, just because your body was used to one thing and now it's not getting that. Right. But now it's, I mean, everything's great on some days when I feel like I need it, I get in and I rinse, but I don't wash. And, um, this goes with, did you, have I talked about how I don't use deodorant?
2: Yes. I was going to ask, did, has that changed?
1: No. Has not. Oh, fair enough. I've given my wife, you know, carte blanche. If I stink, let me know. And even so sometimes. Far not. So far not. Even sometimes I'm like, hey, should I shower before this thing? Come smell my armpit. pit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yeah,
1: no, you're good. I'm like, okay.
2: Yeah. As long as you change your clothes every day, yep. you know, Definitely and you don't sweat do too much. Because sweat only stinks when it dries and then gets re-sweaty.
1: Yeah, even then, I haven't had that much issue with it, depending on how sweaty I get. I mean, if it's July and I've been sweating all day, I need to, I very much need to go rinse off. That's that's non-negotiable. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I'm uh, that no shower uh, I'm life. I'm jealous.
2: <laughs> I'm envious, but I'm not going to attempt it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it was something where I was going to just give up and go back to showering every single day if it needed to happen. That was fine but
2: yeah. i have i have lessened the amount so like i shower probably 3 times a week maybe 4 oh my god maybe sometimes 2 like anywhere from 2 to 4 I, but i don't shower every day um, but i wear deodorant every day mm-hmm. <laughs> cuz otherwise i do like i'm not i'm uh, not as fortunate as you are it uh, like i can smell me and I'm, I'm like if i can smell me then everybody else can smell me too
1: oh yeah totally
2: i kind of like the way that it smells but y- it's a smell, and yeah. you know I'd much
0: rather just not,
2: <laughs> not cross that road if I don't have
0: to. I I pretty much shower every every day. <laughs> I don't always like. I don't like do my like actually do my hair and stuff every day, but I at least use body wash every day. Yeah, I mean, I that's know, fair. It, just, it just feels I don't know. Yeah, no. I probably shouldn't because it's it's wasteful, but. It just feels good.
1: No, I'm right there <laughs> Especially during,
0: during the winter. Oh, God. I don't turn the heater on. My feet are so cold in the morning. The shower is like heaven. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: I have to do a lot of tricks for myself because I'm not good at changing my clothes when it's very cold in the house. Oh. <laughs> it's I'm really bad at it. And I have been since I was a kid. So, like, I cannot go to bed wearing a t-shirt because I will want to wear that t-shirt for that day.
2: Uh, uh, yeah.
1: So like, I'll put on my gross sleepy time sweatshirt and I have to take off the shirt first and just sleep in the sweatshirt because I'm not leaving the house in the sweatshirt.
0: <laughs> so do you normally sleep with a shirt on then?
1: Um, in the winter, yeah. In the summer, oh, probably not. Okay. It all depends <laughs> on how I'm feeling at the time. But the winter, I'm...
0: Okay, no, that's fair.
1: Yeah. Winter, it's like basketball shorts, maybe a sweatshirt. Lately, the last couple weeks, it's just been basketball shorts and a t-shirt.
2: Oh, I can't sleep in a shirt. I feel like I'm being strangled. Yeah, I, I I'm pretty much right there with you, James. Even during the winter, huh? Correct. And nope. and I even during the dead ass cold winter, I have to stick my feet out of the
0: blankets at some point. I have oh, to at least be my able to God. I don't even know how oh God. Okay. I was with you on the <laughs>
1: Well, I can't sleep because in socks. Then- That's that much is true. I, yeah. I that's can't fair. either. Yeah.
2: You get the weird little like hair cramps on the top of your feet. If you, you know,
1: even if I fall asleep yeah. with socks, I wake up and the socks are just like somewhere under the covers because my yep. sleeping self kicked them off.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You dig your toes <laughs> in and are just like, nope, get off me sock.
1: Yeah. But you see, so you stick them out, huh? You, and you just like to sleep. So, with your yeah, socks sometimes.
2: Out? Well, not, not the full night, but like if like, that's the quickest way for me to cool down. Mm. Right. Like if I get too hot under the covers, cause I'd like to have a blanket on or not a blanket even necessarily. All lately I've been just doing a sheet and, a uh, like we have, so, okay, we have a, a duvet cover that is, it's got like an outside wrapping for a blanket. Does that make sense? Yes. Right. It's like a, it's like a case that has like buttons down one side and you It's shove your a case that
1: you it. would put a comforter in if you were doing that. But so you just have the comforter cover.
2: Correct. And she's got the comforter. Oh, okay. Um, and so, yeah, we, we have them separate and I have just like, it's like essentially a heavy sheet. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, cause I like to have the weight and that there's something about the, the deadening of the, the wind sensation that you feel cause I need to have air moving. Right. Hmm. But so like my face feels the air moving and then if I get too hot, I stick my feet out for a little bit and then they get too cold and then it's really nice to just pull them back into the blankets and just be like, Oh yeah, that's right. So <laughs> that means. But yeah, most of the time they're they're out at some point during the night. Not necessarily for the whole night, but some, oh. but for a good portion of it. See if my that feet. I just offended Zach to the core. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if if I did that, my feet would get so icy; it would take an hour to warm them back up, and I'd be uh, a yeah. whole hour like rubbing them against my like. I would have to take <laughs> turns because sometimes I'll. I just don't like socks on very much, and so normally yeah. I force myself to wear them until I go to bed. But sometimes I'll just take them off and leave my feet out. And by the time I go to bed, they're like icicles. My toes are like icicles. And I'll like alternate, like rubbing my toes of one foot against the leg and then switch off. And I'll do in that. In the for, back of the knee and you tuck yeah. it in. Yeah. yeah. Do that for about half an hour to try and warm them up and then <laughs> fall asleep.
1: <laughs> so what temperature are you guys keeping your houses? Where's your thermostat set?
2: Off. Yeah, <laughs> mine too. It only really comes on. Like if she'll ask lately she's been asking, like, hey, can we turn the heater on? And I'm like, yeah. And then immediately, like, three minutes later, I'm like sweating. I'm like, this is miserable. Yeah. Like, what is wrong? And she turns it to
0: like 70. It's not even like hot hot. So oh, like, oh, no. i that's,
1: that's really hot. That's really hot. It's hot
0: for the winter, yeah.
1: Ours is set at fifty five.
0: Yeah. yeah. I I I don't know if I've mentioned uh, I think I mentioned it on here once, but one time I had Well, the thermostat in my apartment, I had an issue where I know for a fact I changed the setting, but when I came back, it had like reverted to its previous setting, of like 70 degrees.
1: Well, does yours have schedules? Does it have a schedule?
0: I don't know. It looked old, so I figured I could just change it and it wouldn't have anything.
1: Because mine has, I have to go through and set it because it has like weekdays at this time, this time, this time, this time, Uh, weekends, this time, this time, this time. So, But I just want one setting, so yeah. I just have to go through, and it takes three times as long for me to just change every setting to the exact same thing that I want. Oh, my God.
2: Ours isn't that high-tech. It's got a literal, like, dial on it.
0: Mm.
3: <laughs>
0: See, I <laughs> like wish mine no just had that. It. Yeah, it's nice. Because I felt, yeah, so anyways, after that, I just said, screw it, I'm not using you unless I'm going to be home. And then I just no. haven't used it. It could have been also,
2: like, depending on the nature of the thermostat, if your house lost power for just a minute, Mm -hmm. you know, for just a second, like, if the power went out, it could have reset to the factory default.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah, there's some tiny things like that that sometimes you come home and you're like, something's wrong. Mm -hmm. But nothing is sticking out so clearly since now that everything has, like, a little bit of a battery and stuff like that for those... Brief power outages. It's not like you come home and your oven and your microwave are blinking at you anymore. Usually they are not, even when the power went out.
0: Right. Yeah, especially if it goes out for only a a moment.
1: Our house is in between two power grids.
0: Yeah, you were saying.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, that's nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Luckily, that hasn't come up too much, but (laughs) I was thinking about how, how spooky that would be.
2: If only half of your house were off? Mm-hmm.
1: Because I guess my my mom, like I probably said before, my mom, who lived here before, told me that because she was like, the first time it happened, I was like, who is outside slowly cutting my power? <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: I didn't even think about it from that aspect. Yeah, that would be... <laughs> what do they Ooh. want? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they want to freak me out. Mm-hmm. And it's working.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh-wee. so i watched the ted bundy tapes documentary on Netflix. oh have how i seen this it's fucking fascinating and scary i've
0: been meaning to watch
2: it i just haven't yet like, like it's scary to the point that like how could this have actually happened in real life mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i mean yeah. obviously like it takes it happening once before people are like hey like, this is some shit that we need to be prepared for. But, like, they, they go on they talk about how, like, the term serial killer didn't exist before. Right. You know? Like, at the time that they were dealing with this, like, like, that wasn't just a term in people's, like, vocabulary.
1: Wasn't there that other show where it was, like, from the police perspective and they were, it was basically when they discovered there was such a thing as serial killers and they even had to name it?
2: Oh, maybe. That's interesting.
1: I don't remember what that was because uh, there's like a scene in that where they even have to they're coming up with what the term is going to be and they eventually land on serial killer etymology huh. and definition special agent Robert Wrestler. I don't know Anyway, anyway so <laughs> my wife watched a little bit of it I caught some one morning when I woke up But it seemed, the Ted Bundy thing seemed very interesting.
2: It is. It's very interesting. And it's interesting, like, how much he had everybody fooled. Right? Like, people were just like, oh, no, there's no way that he could be this man. You know, and then they finally, like, do pin it on him, and then he escapes prison twice. Oh, seriously? You know, he had the entire, yo, he had the entire nation fucking, like, just terrified. Wow. You know? Yeah. It was, uh, I highly recommend watching it you guys and to our listeners like if you haven't seen it like just give it a shot it's fucking it's eye-opening too mind you hunter. know so and like that's what I was oh mind hunter. Is mind hunter mind hunter oh okay i see that on there i haven't actually watched it
1: it's, it's interesting it's it's two fbi agents who are trying to figure out what the hell a serial killer is
2: huh ah huh. it's ted bundy
1: it's ted bundy now I got to go back to the Ted Bundy page and read read up on Ted Bundy. And remember shit. which one he
0: is. I never knew that he escaped. That's yeah. Insane. Yeah.
2: Like in broad daylight, and like so to hear. Yeah, I'm about I'm kind of
0: reading reading yeah, about it a little bit. He like
2: prepared for it, like he would jump off of the top bunk of his cell, you know, and just to like strengthen his legs to land. And then he was in the library one time, because they let him just roam freely with no shackles. Like, there was a guard watching him, but mm-hmm. he fucking just jumped out the window and ran off into the mountains. <laughs> yeah. Holy <laughs> shit.
1: Huh. Oh, he's the guy who was he was screwing the dead bodies.
2: Well, yeah, but you didn't find that out until after the fact.
1: Okay. And was he the... Did he kill his mom?
2: No. No, he didn't kill his mom. He killed uh, young women, uh, and some of them were dismembered. They were all just missing for the longest time. Like they, nobody really knew what was going on. He went into a college and like killed a bunch of like sorority girls, like in the same night. Um, you know, and he brutalized the shit. He he's the one he's famous for like wearing a cast and convincing girls to come and help him put something in his car, and mm-hmm. then fucking bashing him on the head and you know taking him away. Right, so that's that's how he did and then the, like in broad daylight once at a big festival in Washington, he got a girl, and he you know, so there was a big like nationwide search for like a yellow Volkswagen bug, which is what he drove, you know, so like, yeah, he's okay. that guy.
1: I'm thinking of Edmund Kemper, yes, who killed his mom and then kind of left her in the house while he continued being a serial killer,
2: so he is actually a very very prolific uh voice over artist with regards to he's put out like something like fifty to a hundred books on tape
3: what?
2: from being in prison on death row oh he just God. like reads these books yeah that's crazy what yeah yeah <laughs> holy
0: shit
1: oh he's a he's a looker look at that guy
2: yeah
1: have we ever talked about that guy who uh got the breast implants?
2: yeah <laughs> oh, I think as a, we did. as a dare but then he kept them or as a he bet got right? them
1: because it was making his life in prison easier because he was giving oh. people blowjobs all the time and they preferred it when he had tits and so he was able to get around all of the like people being mean to him by basically by having tits and sucking people's dicks
2: it's the best kind of life if you really think about it yeah
1: he was in Chicago Chicago killer breast implants <laughs> let's see what we got <laughs> Richard Speck there's some terrible videos of Richard Speck no one should ever watch of him just like doing coke shirtless topless it's kind of topless since he has the tits and uh like playing cards and there's kind of 'Cause it was he was really poorly watched while he was in the prison. So he's, the lines of Coke he's doing in the video are in a prison. With a camera wow. pointed at him. Wow. Or maybe it was heroin. I don't know. He did a lot of heroin too. He's the guy he he had all the nurses.
0: Yeah, shit. I heard about him on um the name am familiar, um at um I think I think it was him I heard at um, on a podcast I listen to about murder, hmm.
1: probably he's he's pretty yeah. notorious. What are we looking at here, James?
2: I just sent you guys a picture of a thing that I have just invented to
0: hold uh, red solo cups.
3: Oh shit! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look like they so, just barely getting fitting on there. Oh, is that Those suspended are hot glued on there? Oh, hot yeah. glued on there. Okay, right. I was like, so damn, that's... you're being <laughs> right.
2: So, so those things are gonna hold the the stacks of red solo cups now. They're they're it's it's one structure now and it's all and so I, yeah, I, I hot glued and taped a leather strap up on it so I can carry it and move it around. Nice.
1: To what to I, what uh, end? I don't fully understand. What? I don't I don't fully understand. To what end?
2: To just not having fucking red solo cups. How do they stand for the red solo cups?
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Okay. All right. Fancy.
2: Exactly, because I'm bored and I'm a little drunk, okay. and I have hot glue gun in front oh, of me. Only a little drunk.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> had a long night. They don't at Stockton Civic Theater. They don't like when you drink when you're on the job. <laughs>
1: yeah, they do. All the old ladies look down upon it.
2: Showbiz doesn't really care, but Sockton Civic is like, that is against the rules. And when you're the house manager, you're kind of the one who's enforcing the rules. So you can't be like, yeah, you guys need to not, but I'm just going to fucking drink real quick.
1: (laughs) I had during the willies that I mostly didn't watch the last time. The, not house manager, but the bar manager kept drinking with us because she desperately wants to be my friend.
3: Who's
2: the bar manager?
1: Shonda or Chandra?
2: Oh, yeah. She, she's a funny lady.
1: She's, I can tell that with her, the issue is that she's lonely. She's a lonely Correct. person. Because yes. Zach, that Zach, gets a little sad. She did crew one time for a show that I wish I never did. And I could, I wish oh. I could forget <laughs> I ever did. It was the only time she's ever done crew. And so she tells everybody in the world about the fact that I was in the show and she worked backstage. And she's like, God, Shonda, is it Shonda or Chandra?
2: I don't really know. Okay.
1: Goddamn. <laughs> I think Chandra. <laughs> yeah. That
2: tells you all you need to know. Holy crap. Yeah, but it's, it's one a, of those two.
1: It's like, Shaw, you gotta, you gotta stop telling people about the show I did at yeah. this point, like four years ago. And you've
2: got to move past. Please.
1: please, please move past it. I, I really
2: have. I one time walked by to go to the bathroom, uh, and she, in the middle of, she was working concessions, and in the middle of serving the person that she was that was buying things at the concession stand. She points at me and goes, that guy is just the nicest guy. He's great. And I was like,
3: Oh Lord, she's a sweet lady.
2: She's a sweet lady. She she has nothing but But, good intentions,
1: but it's just really (laughs) clear that she doesn't have a lot of family or friends around and over social interaction. And this is her way of like being social and having family and friends. And she just, she just pushes
2: a lot. Yeah. So at the prelude opening, um, the, so there's a lady, a lady and her husband that are often, that are, they frequent all shows. At the shows Frazier's. Yes, correct. So Laura Frazier has face blindness. Yes. She like fully, like legitimately has like a condition that prevents her from recognizing people. And she right? also
1: has trouble with remembering names.
2: <clears throat> correct. Correct. And it, it's funny most of the time, but like, so she also works in the same building as jenny and me and Mm we we see her often all the time so um jenny recently cut her hair and to be fair now she does bear a slight resemblance to susan evans so laura uh who apparently calls susan evans heather because she can never remember that her name is susan (laughs)
1: She's now calling your wife, Heather,
2: insisted that her name was Heather. And Jenny was like, no, she goes, I'm Jenny Key. She goes, we work in the same building. She was like, I met you probably a hundred times. You know, she's like "I've stage man shows. I've acted in shows. And then and she kept talking about how she was Rami's mother. You must be Rami's mother, Heather. And then I was like, you mean Susan? She goes, yes, yeah, Susan. I was like, no, this is Jenny. <laughs> so bad. It was so bad. And I'm literally like, we work, like, we've seen you at work. Like, you know, it's just... But the context yeah. is
1: wrong. And you're probably confusing well, her right. based on the fact that there's two contexts.
2: Right, right. It took her like a year of me working on the same floor as her, like 20 feet away from her, before she realized that I was me mm-hmm. and that she had also seen me at the theater. Right. And then, so now, she she knows me. She's like, hey, James, you know, how you doing? And the, But she also consequently insists that martin lehman is james key whenever yes. she sees him so it's like that level of, of face blindness like hey james and he's like nope uh, like i'm martin like we've spoken yeah zach for
1: <laughs> this is something that that um there's a few of us who have to live through this me when my beard is fully in i'm in this where the people who know of us enough but don't know of us that well confuse me, James Key, Martin Layman, Sean mccardo Joaquin, Holy and hell.
2: and Rich Matheson and Rich
1: Matheson. That's right. It's yeah. it's like the six of us. Because if you line us all up, you can get from one to the other, and there's enough similarities. Right. So if, I, if
0: you have you all lined up as six, yeah, yeah, like Maybe, there's like a gradient almost. I'd like be you know. curious to see if that continues to happen now that you're like.
2: You've lost your little bit of pudge that you had. Yeah. You know. It'll be
1: interesting. So like it, like on the spectrum, it goes, Joaquin is on one far end and then there's me and then <laughs> Sean Bacardo. And then it goes to you, Rich and Martin. And I, ca- yeah. I can't quite get that order right.
2: Well, it's because it's never the same. We right. all fluctuate enough to we, one of the days we could be bigger than the other two and then vice versa.
1: But you line us all up and it's <laughs> like you could see it. We're yeah. all around six feet tall and we have beards and.
2: Right. And, and a little bit of a belly. And a little and bit of belly. We're white. Uh-huh. The same rough color of skin. Yep. <laughs> Somebody called me Dennis the other day. oh. And I was like, no. Like, they were like, Dennis. And I, you know, didn't even think that they were talking to me. And they were right. like, Dennis, hey, Dennis. And I was like, me? No, no, I'm James.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dennis, Dennis doesn't get to join our group. He doesn't get to get in the lineup.
2: You uh, sick? Not without a step stool. Not without a step <laughs> stool. <laughs> sorry if you're yeah. listening, Dennis. That was a yeah. mean thing. He knows. Yeah. He knows what I'm saying. Yeah, Zach, this <laughs> is my boss,
1: and I think he's five six,
2: maybe. Maybe. On a good day. He's stretched uh, out a little bit. Yeah.
1: Ah uh, yeah. He's he's an interesting guy. I it's I have yet to go out to lunch with him, but now I am not avoiding it. I've let him buy me lunch. Oh but, hey. That's um, nice but he uh i've never seen someone who is more unwilling to turn down a meal (laughs) one time he literally walked in the door from having had lunch and we were barbecuing and we didn't know that he had lunch and we were like oh do you want some?" And he was like well i just had lunch but But yeah sure and then he ate a whole burger and a whole bunch of Oh
2: time. shit stop. But he'll also in the same breath go the entire day without thinking about getting himself food. Right. And then he'll show up at rehearsal or something and be like, Oh man, I'm fucking hungry and I'm angry and that's what triggers him the first like to realize that he's hungry is when he just starts getting pissed off at things. Uh-huh. He's like, Ah, oh, you know what, I just need to fucking eat something. <laughs> like I haven't eaten anything all day. I'm like, Yeah, you should dude. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. oh <laughs> uh, yeah. He's an interesting character.
1: He is. <clears throat> he's a really nice guy now that I have given him a chance.
2: He is. He's a super nice dude. And he's like, his sense of humor is wry and he's self-aware.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
2: that's the thing. Like you can talk shit to his face and he's absolutely right there with you. You know? Oh yeah.
1: Um, I plan yeah. to make, make some shirts cause we keep making the joke, but I plan to make some t-shirts for everyone in the shop and him that say, uh, uh, on the front it'll say make SET great again. And on the back, it'll say, oh, Beasley's
3: oh at it again.
2: Beasley's at it again. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's funny. Man. So right before your predecessor was leaving, he had been gone for about a month or whatever, and he came back for you know two weeks or whatever it was. Um, I was looking for a cart. There's a, a carpeted cart that is often used to move speakers and stuff around. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, it's the one that we built for Dead Man's cell phone.
2: Yeah, that's the one. Uh, so I was looking for that for something, and <laughs> your predecessor, I was like, hey, man, have you seen this thing? And he goes, I don't know. Beasley moved recently. Maybe he used it <laughs> 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 like, out of nowhere. Yeah. It's
3: like, like well... uh,.
2: That's Like, I actually helped him move, and that was nowhere around, but okay. Zach, whatever. for
1: reference, this is a big cart for someone to stick in the back of their little uh, Fiat. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> it's,
1: no. it's, it, he did not grab it to move, because it, it would have been a lot more trouble just to move the cart to where he was going.
2: Right. Yeah. Like, just threw him under <laughs> the bus. First thing you could think of, well, this happened, so he must have been like, okay. Right. Oh, my goodness.
1: Whereas my predecessor is going to be back in the building next week, so now I have security cameras and everything oh, locked up.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because Wait, I'm did, little, that did I miss
0: something? What? Why is he coming back?
1: Um, because he still works for the high school, and the high school is renting the building to put on their musical.
3: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, and so Which, and they they changed their dates too. Yeah, they did. They added an an extra like week out of the blue. They added a bunch oh, of seven well, so, AM starts out of the blue.
3: Yeah. Wait, oh, seven AM?
1: Yeah. Holy shit. There's some days where they're gonna yeah. be there from seven AM until ten PM.
3: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Dennis was like, I can do eight AM at the earliest. And he's like, and that's having somebody come in on their day off. Because yeah. Val's not gonna fucking do that shit. Yep.
1: No, exactly. So Yeah. But I'm a little tired of going around the shop and being like, I'm sure we had this tool. And right. it's just nowhere to be found, and we've cleaned the entire shop. It's like, well, okay, we know where it went. Zach, have you ever seen the SET shop?
0: Um, I don't know. I've been there one time to help out, taking wood yeah, around, that's right. carrying wood around. But yeah, so just a shop, shop, just that area. Okay.
1: Yeah, with the roll-up door. You should. Okay, come, yeah. You should come see it again soon because it's it's very different.
0: Is it, like, actually somewhat, like, organized now? It's very,
1: it's organized within an inch of its life.
0: Okay. And you can
2: walk around on the floor? <laughs> it's very nice.
1: Have you seen it, James, in the last couple of days? No. Val and I took down those 12-foot-tall brown shelves. Oh, wow. And destroyed them, and uh, <laughs> and that's where ladders go now.
2: Okay. I and was going to say, what's in its place? It and just, what are you doing with all the wood and shit that's, that was there?
1: The wood uh, that the that the shelves were made of.
2: Oh, you're talking about like in the corner by the door. Yes. Oh, well then, what's where the letters were?
1: Um, room to put flats <laughs> away.
2: <laughs>
0: room for activities. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember when I was there that one time helping out. Um, it was like. Halfway through, we were starting, like, starting to run out of places to put things. And I was just like, holy hell, how how did all this stuff get stored before?
1: And that was, Zach, I, I had done 50% of the redo of the shop at that point. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a lot worse before you even saw it.
2: Jeez. Yeah. No, it was bad. It was like like a hoarder's nest that also semi-functioned as a shop. Mm-hmm. Semi.
1: Yeah, so we were... Uh... After he comes in for the next month, for a while, we're going to be doing things like taking down all the little souvenirs he put up on the wall for things that he did and throwing them away. Oh. But it feels a little aggressive to do it before he right comes after. back. Yeah, <laughs> It's like two months after he left.
2: You could put it all in a box and just be like, here, man, we were thinking of you.
1: No, we're talking about like a four foot by eight foot sign and stuff. It's... Yeah, I know.
2: No, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Break it up in pieces. And say, "Here, man, we we're thinking of you." Oh yeah, here, buddy.
3: <laughs> I told
2: because de- when this dude left, he emptied out a tub of screws and left the empty tub mm-hmm. and just took all the screws with him. Mm-hmm. Right? And de- fucking Dennis had a hard time with it. He was like, "He took the screws. He fucking took the screw. Like, what the hell?" Yeah. And so I—he I, sounds I like a real Dennis- piece of work. Oh yeah. I told-, told Dennis the other day, you should just leave an empty screw bucket there. <laughs> 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 like with no screws oh, we're, locking,
1: we're locking up all the screws so we should yeah. <laughs> lock up all the screws but leave out one empty screw bucket
2: correct that's yes, an
1: amazing should. idea <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. oh oh man, oh, that's man. so passive aggressive
1: yeah but I've added locks and doors to all kinds of places for when they come in and when they're like what when he specifically is <laughs> like what why can't I get into this it's just because I, I, there's no evidence or anything. I can't be like, because you stole everything. I right. have to well, just say. Because, man,
2: we lock stuff up now.
1: Well, no, I have to say, like, well, a lot of stuff has been going missing over the last couple months. So we just wanted to make sure we we stopped that. Yeah. Just to sort of like a wink and a nudge to be like, I know you fucking stole half the shop. So don't. Yeah. Don't come crying to me about how you can't come steal more things. Right. Well, that belonged to us. All right, show me a receipt and uh, <laughs> be happy to let you use it.
2: Yeah. Also, bring back all of my screws, bitch. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I forgot about the screws.
2: Because hey, it's such a petty thing. It just means more work for you. Because mm-hmm. obviously, you're going to go get more screws. Yep. And you have it in the budget to get screws. But, They're like, not come on. It's that
0: expensive. It's like. Right. It's, yeah. It just. <laughs> yeah such a little little petty thing. god
3: yeah.
0: mm-hmm. oh, damn people <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah that's how it goes though i so Craig out of the blue the other day was like, James, I'm so excited that you're in charge of the warehouse now
1: oh and uh
2: I was, I was, what
1: <laughs> okay go <laughs> ahead.
2: I was like, uh, I'm thinking to myself, like, buddy, like, you're kind of part of the problem. But anyways, so I was when I told him, I was like, look, like, I'm not the decider of what gets kept. I was like, but I am the organizer of the stuff that we have kept. Mm -hmm. Right. After after we have that whole fucking cleanup thing and and fucking garage sale or whatever we decide to do with it, like, then I will organize (laughs) that shit. But until then, it's kind of, (laughs) you know, it's a group effort to decide what gets tossed and what gets kept.
1: Yeah, there's no point. We're going to be doing a workday at some point I want to get the okay from the office to get the um, to get a big old dumpster yeah and then we're gonna have to go out there and just take apart all the stupid set pieces he was saving that are useless
0: yep oh no and
1: throw them away like Zach he kept there was this one show where he was told and he agreed to take apart everything and yeah. instead he packed it all up and put it at the warehouse. And so now it's, all, this, it's this, all these set pieces that no one even liked when they were in this show because they were wrong for the show.
2: Oh,
0: my
1: God. They were wrong kept. for any show. Yeah. They, they were uh, wrong for any show Unless you're doing exist, ever. Star Trek the Musical, they didn't look right.
2: right. <laughs> or you have a cast full of giants. Yeah. There's no reason to have any of this furniture. And he
1: kept all of it, and it's all in the way. And it's all stuff where, like, even when we get it apart, there's nothing usable on there. It's all going right. in the garbage.
2: There's a dragon that sits, what is it, 13 feet high?
1: Something like that, yeah. That, uh, may, that is leaving, and that's just getting dropped in front of the other people's warehouse.
2: Right. So, and, and so even to the point where they, at one point, so the dragon was used for Shrek originally.
1: Yeah, in and then, 2013.
2: Right. And then they did Shrek Jr. pretty recently, mm-hmm. and it was, it was brought up again. They were like, oh, you're going to be able to reuse the dragon. And he was like, oh, yeah, but I got to change this and this and this and this and this and basically rebuild a fucking dragon in order to use it. It's like, why are you even – like, yes, it's a cool thing. Take a picture of it. Frame it. Move on. Mm -hmm. You know, Thank it for its service and fucking get it out of here.
1: Yeah, because we work – exactly. We work in an industry where if you get real sentimental about holding on to things like that, you're doing another show every two months. So you're going (sighs) to –
0: yeah, really right, yeah. have a whole lot
1: of stuff on your hands.
0: Yeah, that's what it kind of sounded like. I mean, just from listening to you, you guys do so many shows, it's like you'd think after every show, you'd almost have to just tear everything down and start over. Yeah, I you
1: mean, can't, there's no room for sentimentality. If there's something really small right. that you think is really, really cool, it, occasionally it's okay, especially if it's something that meant a lot to you. Occasionally, yes, but But you keep it at your own house. Oh, heck yeah. You know?
2: You know, now I on the other hand, I do think that it's important to chronicle the building of things that are that like specialty, you know, the, the special items like because if you ever need to do something like that, again, chronicling it will let you know how you fucked up the first time and what to do better the second time and what kind of materials to use and that sort of thing. Plus, it could be helpful for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the, the process to me is important. And I can see like like preserving the process but the actual product fucking get rid of that shit.
1: Mhm. This is why I have an Instagram.
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: Throw everything away and I have a nice little picture.
2: Right. Right.
1: Unless I think it's bad. I thought the anti set was very bad. So I just took a picture of one thing and I was like,
2: "Uh someone well, else's you... design,
1: but I got to build Look, it. Here we go."
2: You yeah, and you came in halfway through mm-hmm. and you kind of were like he the one task that he was set before he had to leave like he did completely wrong yes. like there was no way to make it look fucking okay like there was no way to hide that seam in the middle of it Yeah. you know like you could have layered it and you could have like put like little buildings in front of like it, there was other ways that it could have been done that it would have been cool mm-hmm. and executed well but he kind of set you up to fail that way yep
1: that's why my Annie <laughs> picture is very it's like uh, um, Annie Anyway, yep. let's move on.
2: <laughs> right, it's only here for a month. Let's go. This current <laughs> set, though, is very nice. It's very solid and it's very, uh. And I appreciate the projection in the back, but it's, it doesn't like bash you over the head with like, "Hey, we're using a projection."
1: Oh yeah, that's not important. It was just that was actually more like a time saver. Like, uh, we don't want right. to paint Paris. Let's just right. turn on a computer every night and put up a picture of Paris. I yeah, found Exactly. Zach, it's set in the 30s, like 32 or so in Paris. So I found this really, really rare colorized picture of the Paris skyline from the 30s. Really?
2: Oh, boom. There we go. Yeah. Well done. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. Jeez, I don't know how you'd find that.
2: Have you seen the show
0: yet? No, I don't plan to. <laughs>
2: I mean it's not that bad. It's uh it is what it is. It's not I mean the show in and of itself is not written like, you know, it's not a masterpiece show, but it's executed pretty well. Really? Thanks in large part to your set.
1: Yeah, yeah I, uh just don't I don't care. I don't like to watch you mean theater very much. You're not
2: going to spend the entire day at the theater tomorrow before you have to strike the set that you've built?
1: <laughs> no, I'm going to a Super Bowl party. <laughs> I'm not a uh. nerd. Come on.
0: <laughs> Damn! Man. I was hoping I could call you a nerd.
1: Yeah, too bad. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Oh, shit.
2: You can call me one. I didn't even know the Super Bowl was tomorrow. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> you're you're only slightly worse than me. <laughs> only slightly. I, I knew even, it was tomorrow, but I'm doing laundry anyways.
1: I even know who's playing.
0: Oh, shit. Who's playing? It's Patriots the, and someone
1: else. The, that's right. The Patriots. And <laughs> I used to know the answer to this. It's
0: not the Rams. It's shit. the Rams or the Chargers. I don't know which.
1: Then it's the. Then it has to be the Rams.
0: Uh, uh, see, let me, me Google it.
1: I got all high and mighty.
0: Okay. You just edit <laughs> the episode. Edit it.
1: No, it's Rams. I was right.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. See, you were right. There we go. And I that know that it. everyone hates Tom Brady.
2: Yeah. Why? Um, You bastard? Tell me. Pretend I don't know anything about football.
1: From what I hear, basically, it's just
0: that he's too good and he wins too much. He wins too much and, yeah, I don't want to say anything
2: else. (laughs) You don't (laughs) want to jinx it?
0: (laughs) It, Well, no, it it would be, like, libel or slander. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Because
2: he's one of our 13 listeners? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You don't know that. He emails me
1: all the time. (laughs) I know he was part of Deflate Gate.
2: Oh, that's right. I vaguely remember that bullshit.
1: He's a good-looking guy. I think it's a lot of jealousy, honestly, with Tom Brady.
0: I think that's like 90% of it. Why people I think there was like the a rumor a while too. back that like uh like he like was okay with Donald Trump or something. I don't know. Oh,
3: uh-huh. that's
0: the worst thing that anybody could be these days. Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah. But like I said, I don't I don't
3: that was nice. he
2: okay with Donald Trump, or was he okay in Donald
0: Trump's book? <laughs> see, that I, I don't pay enough attention to football to know. See,
1: let's see. I'm on his Wikipedia page, and there is a section for politics, so let's see. Oh, shit. He is a friend of President Donald Trump.
0: Oh, okay. So, see, I was slightly on, on, on base with that. You were?
1: Trump said he received a call from Brady, and Brady told him, Donald, I support you, you're my friend, and I voted for you.
0: Okay, so I feel justified in wanting him to lose. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: did
0: Tom Brady say this or did Donald Trump say this? Is this is
1: Donald Trump quoting Tom Brady, to be uh, fair. Uh,
0: yeah. And we all know his yeah. And, and there was
1: his is about there was like a MAGA a hat photographed in Brady's locker though.
2: Oh. Ah. Uh, but one of his teammates could have easily put that in there as a joke or a prank. That's true.
1: You never know. Yeah, it's true. There is one, there's one guy at Whiskey Barrel who rolls in. Every single time he's in there, he rolls in with his MAGA hat. Oh, God. <laughs> and it's if it was a different place, if it was literally any other bar in Stockton, I might be able to say something to him. But because yeah. it's Whiskey Barrel, I literally cannot. There's nothing to say to him. Yeah. Except
3: hello. Okay.
2: I, there's one thing that you can do, though. Hmm. You can recreate a MAGA hat with a mad hat, M A D D, Mothers oh, Against Drunk Driving,
3: yeah. and
2: oh, accidentally fall on him and knock his hat over and then be like, Oh man, I'm so sorry and put it back on as a mad hat. Oh, so that's
1: good, that's good. I just don't <laughs> want to I don't want to be the Russian guy in the Irish pub that I think I told you guys about maybe. I don't know. When we were in Ireland, when we were in the small town in Ireland, the first night we were there we went to the only pub in town and there was this Russian guy sitting at the bar who heard from us ordering our beers that we were American. And Uh then he proceeded to spend the next hour that he was there and we were there talking very, very loudly to everyone else at the bar about how terrible Americans and all of America is. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus (laughs) Uh Christ. And looking over at us a lot. And then the moment he left... It was like the rest of the pub collapsed on us apologizing for him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like we're so sorry. Yeah, that must that would, how would it be so embarrassing?
1: Well, you know what was embarrassing was being an American in Europe during the de- era of Donald Trump. Well yeah, that too.
0: Yeah. I would have been like mortified to to like let on. It like, was... Obviously with with accent and all that they would know, but yeah, still.
2: How did you not look over at him and say "Nasvedanya"
0: as you take your shot of whiskey?
1: Nasdrovia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just, just, just say no, no, no. I'm from California.
1: No, I. That was mostly people don't really know what those things are, <laughs> especially if you're a Russian yeah, transplant so. to Ireland. He's not keeping track of which states are which.
0: No. We're yeah, all I Donald know, Trump that, to him. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's me being California-centric, mm-hmm. thinking other people know about us. Exactly. That would work in Canada, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like... I, I can almost <laughs> guarantee it would work in Canada, yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, no, you're not American. You're Californian. Yeah. Yes, correct. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: Because <laughs> that is that is absolutely a uh, an argument. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so a maga hat guy. He's not there super often, but he's always has that hat on. And the people, especially if you live in California, if you live in California and you're in a maga hat every single day, you're just looking for a fight. Yeah, you're just yes. waiting for someone to say something to you about it.
0: Yeah, like exactly. please do. Like I, I don't, I, I don't, I think I've seen someone in a maga hat once or twice in my store, but I don't think they've worn it recently. Yeah, just fewer, because fewer I mean lately. You, yeah. Well, plus, just like you said, you're just asking for comments. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's obviously like hated here, basically more than anywhere else in the country, and so you're just asking for just you know looks and comments.
2: It's the same as wearing like a fucking uh, uh, what's that flag? The Union Jack, but it's uh, the the no oh the flag the Confederate
0: battle flag
2: or something. Yeah. Yeah. Just same as wearing that type of shit. Like, you're asking somebody to fucking say something against it so that you can tell them why you're better than them. Yeah, and
1: that that one that one's a slightly more complicated because it has been adopted by the southern states as, like, the USA but in the South flag.
0: Right. And, like, southern pride and all that. It's a southern... that, but at the same time, it's, like... It's obviously, like can be seen as such a racist thing i oh, just yeah, totally. don't understand how anyone could adopt it but i know i know they have with kids especially with
1: kids who don't know the whole history people who don't know the whole history like they might not if they're
0: wearing a, a rebel flag may not they know. might just be like oh i'm i'm this rebellious kid yeah it's like i heard
1: this story from a black guy Southern who was Biden. in
0: uh, who was in the
1: netherlands for a while and there was i think the girl was serbian and on the back of her moped, she had the Confederate flag. And he was always like, hey, fuck your little moped and the fucking rebel flag on the back of that thing. But in Europe, apparently, they also don't think about the slavery part. And for them, it's just the flag of rebels.
2: Right. And the, yeah. yeah, the flag of like standing your ground and like, you know, fucking that
0: sort of thing. But like, ah,
2: I mean, I could when I standing could see your ground like... is about racist shit
0: yeah. and slavery. Then yeah. maybe
2: you don't stand that ground.
0: Exactly. I, could, I could see like if you only like. Listen to like the propaganda shit. Like you could think that that was a a thing. Like because I think there, there's like I've heard some people refer to it. Well, I haven't actually heard anyone in in real life refer to it as it. But like the the war of like northern oppression,
3: mm-hmm. right? And sure. it's
0: like, but then if you or like, northern aggression, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, but if you like look at the reasons, like almost all the southern states were like, we want to keep slaves, so we're gonna cede from the union, right? It's well, like, that was the way that everybody was their as,
2: money
0: back then? Yeah, exactly. But at, like at that point, it's like almost all of Europe had already like backed away and like outlawed slavery. But it's like, oh no, the South has to keep their slaves.
1: Right. I want to find the yeah. green text thing. There it is. There's a there was a green text post the other day that was very funny. Picture of Donald Trump on it. It says, "Be elected president with under 50 percent of the popular vote." The most un- unpopular president in American history. Have almost no political experience. Be called radical, funny looking, buffoonish moron. <clears throat> Fail major debates according to the press. Democrats threaten secession nationwide. Riots kick off in major cities across country. See approval rating fall below 35 to 40 percent almost immediately. Get called fascist, nutjob, and tyrant by all the press. Watch as nation erupts into frenzied political violence and chaos between French factions. Be President Abraham Lincoln. Pick unrelated.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Oh my god! Whew! We we went uh, deeper down the politics hole than I think we ever have yeah. before. We yeah. usually try and avoid it. Apologies, listeners, if you're pro-Trump.
3: Yeah.
0: Well. Yeah. yeah whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'll go that far. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah
2: one time okay my father is like a super like hyper christian right Mm -hmm, And one time we were having a conversation and i'm not and i'm not going to get into specifically what my beliefs are about the afterlife or about like religion but like they're not that Mm -hmm. and so like one time like i could tell he he was like he wasn't necessarily itching for a fight but he was like trying to you know let me see the way of christianity and i just told him i was like look you can't expect somebody to believe something that doesn't make sense to them. It's like everybody needs to believe something, right? But what I need to believe is different than what you need to believe, in, and you can only believe what makes sense to you. And he goes, you know, that's right. And that was the end of that conversation between me and my dad. Hmm. You know. So and like like neither one of us pushed. <laughs> neither one of us were like, hey, you're wrong because it doesn't matter. Yeah, my what family I is true for me.
1: My family does the same thing because my. especially the older people in my family they do a lot of like you know thanking god for things and right talking about praying
2: for things to happen yeah praying
1: for things to happen talking about the blessings that they've been given and i don't necessarily feel the same way but i don't it's never pushed so hard that i need to be like you guys are fucking dumb Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because who's who's helped? Who has helped? To exactly. stand up at exactly. Christmas dinner in the middle of saying grace
0: and be like, yeah. "This is such a travesty." <laughs> no one has helped. How dare you do this? Yeah. That's, so okay,
2: yeah, my my, my next petty. question to yeah. you because any any time we go and have dinner at Jenny's parents' house, they they say grace first. They say a blessing, a Mormon blessing. They don't say grace. They say a blessing, right?
3: Mm-hmm. I
2: like specifically don't say the word amen at the end of it. Okay. What are your stances on that? Do you participate to the point that you say amen or that you say thank you or whatever it is that you end the prayer with? Or do you just not?
1: I still haven't addressed the whole religion thing in my mind enough to get to a point where I actually have a position. Right. Or, or any amount of beliefs I say, Amen. Because Interesting. going to church still, for me, seems like something that is not bad. Because in general, there tend to be really good moral and philosophical points made during sermons.
2: What church did you go to? I went.
1: To, no, I. I don't. I went to an Episcopalian then Anglican church. Okay. So it's it's like Catholic. It's like diet Catholic.
2: Sure. Sure. Okay.
1: Very, very diet Catholic, <laughs> and so there were a lot of good moral and philosophical points made during the sermons. There were a lot. Um, it, it was nice to have one centering thing and
2: and a strong w- sense of community. Sure. A
1: strong sense of community. There was there was a heck of a lot of good without delving too much into the Bible. And I, but I've also, I don't know, I've spent some of my life really deeply believing the Bible and some of my life really deeply not believing the Bible. And now I just am somewhere. else. Try not to think about it. I just don't think about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm I'm somewhere in between two.
0: Yeah. I, I just, um, in terms of the saying, um, almond or grace or whatever, I, I haven't had that like be a thing for me in a long, long time. Um, my, my dad and mom slash stepmom they they've never been big on that, so I've never had to worry about that at at home. And my other side they they stopped doing that a while ago, so luckily I haven't been uh, had to worry about that yet. But I'm I, yeah yeah. So we're dealing
1: I, with indoct- with with a lot less indoctrination than your Mormon in laws, right? Because right. now to be
2: fair, yeah. I do smile and nod at the end of it. Like, I agree with the things that you're asking for and that you're requesting and that you're putting out into the universe. Absolutely. But do I personally partake in the prayer aspect of this? Not necessarily, right? Sure. Like, yep, yeah, yeah. I, I nod every time. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: The, the, you know, but, I, the... but... No, go, go ahead. ahead. Just that. Okay, yeah. I was just going to say that I think the last time that on my, like, biological mom's side that we had anything like that And I think the reason uh, why they probably stopped is me and all my cousins pretty much just kind of sat and just, you know, had a respectful silence, but none of us really took part in it because none of us really feel strongly about
1: that yeah and it's the feeling strongly thing so i know that i'm definitely not an atheist because atheists tend to be really aggressively anti-christian and vocal
2: about it right yeah
1: which tells me that that's a little less of being an atheist because a means without and so
0: yeah that that's more being like anti-anti-theist exactly right correct i i tend to identify mostly with either agnostic or atheist but mm-hmm. i'm not like anti-theist like in general everyone can believe what they believe as long as everyone treats each other right almost right. all
1: religions out there are yeah. are forcing people to have a moral compass that maybe they wouldn't have and so there's good being done
0: yeah
2: exactly but there's also bad being done that's the part that's the problem that i well, have yeah. like yeah i don't like, think yeah. about all of the bad that's being done in the name of god Right, whether it's Allah or Jesus or fucking the you know Yahweh, like whatever it is that, that you're doing that is oppressing or causing other people harm, like that's that's the part that I take a problem with. And there's no religion that's free of that. True, you know what I mean. So it's not like I'm atheistic. I'm, but I'm I'm, a religious,
3: <laughs> or anti-religious.
2: <laughs> I'm anti-religious. Yeah, exactly. I'm anti-religious. Um, but anti-organized and I'm religion. Yeah. When my well, wife, I don't know. Yeah. So, I've heard that the Unitarians are pretty cool and that they're pretty
0: accepting. I haven't actually attended church at a Unitarian I, church. I've but heard I've that. Heard. Um, I think Anglicans actually going back to what CJ is. I think Anglicans actually are relatively accepting. Anglicans
1: and, and Episcopalians. Episcopalians went too far for my personal. Cause I, because I grew up in like a very high church. Right. I I like the pomp and circumstance. If I'm gonna if I'm going to church, I want to have the pomp and circumstance. I don't want it to sure. be real loosey goosey. Yeah. When my wife was pregnant, we went shopping around for churches, and we went to a lot of different ones. And actually, Zach, surprisingly, the one that ticked all enough boxes for both of us that we considered starting to attend was Trinity.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah. It is. What's it, Trinity?
1: It's that's the school where Zach and I went together for twelve, thirteen years.
2: That is interesting to me. Yeah, what was it about it that that
0: stuck for you?
1: Um, I like a lot of old wood <laughs> and stained <laughs> glass. There's tons of but that. It's...
0: Oh yeah, they they did have pretty stained glass.
2: Yeah, and you just pulled the Ron Swanson. <laughs> Say what you will about organized religion, but damned if these churches aren't fucking spectacular. Or whatever. It's
1: beautiful. They've got dark stained yeah. wood all over the place, but um, and just it's just something about. Like I say, the pomp and circumstance, where the reason that my church split from, because the, was, this was a whole thing back in like 2006 and seven, the Episcopal Church and the Anglican Church split because the Episcopal Church was going the Unitarian route. They were replacing okay. the Stations of the Cross with the goals for the new millennium of the United Nations.
2: Oh, interesting.
1: And doing a lot of things like that. And the people who wanted to be Anglican were like, No, we really like being Catholic like Diet Catholic. We'd we'd prefer to continue being Diet Catholic instead of leaning a different direction. So that's that's what I, I just I like Diet Catholic.
2: <laughs> what is it about it about specifically Diet Catholic that you dig?
1: I wish I knew. <laughs> the costumes and the incense and the and the hymns and the
2: is, so now I'm, I'm completely not familiar at all with Episcopalian. Is there like the same sort of like confession and uh, an absolution type deal? They
1: do confession if you want, but it's more that you set up a meeting with your priest in his office.
2: Okay. There's not really okay. confession.
1: You do communion every week. Um, Baptism. I mean, like all of the like crazy, crazy Catholic things don't happen.
2: Like what? I don't know. Confession. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's And that's the thing that I have. Like, I, I'm all for like ritual. As long as you can explain to me why the ritual. Right. Like, if it's just because we've been doing this for thousands of years, like, OK, well, <laughs> other people have been doing other things for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Right. But so, like, what is the meaning behind this thing? Right And, like, I I kind of understand the meaning behind, like, the confession and the absolution. Like, if you lay yourself bare before yourself and God and the priest, like, then that gives the the priest a chance to speak for God and, like, forgive you for your sins and shit. Like, I kind of understand that. I don't necessarily, you know, like, subscribe to that philosophy, but I kind of understand that. Because where's the end at that point? Like, oh, you know, I fucking killed a bunch of people and I fucking masturbated over their courts. You know, like, okay, well. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So right. finding like I went to
1: can't. I went to a good website here about difference between Anglican and Catholic and they have this is this is a really good summary that I would never have been able to come up with. Um first of all Anglican priests can marry. Oh, okay. Like our priest oh, like okay. my whole life was married to the organist. Um That's cool. Christianers take communion in both cases, but for Anglicans, we believe it to be a symbol... I say we now, (laughs) because I I lived it for so long. (laughs) Anglicans believe communion to be symbolic, and Catholics (laughs) believe that it is literally the body and blood once it's blessed.
2: Okay, gotcha.
1: Um, Catholic priests' celibacy, communion is believed to be, yeah, transubstantiation. Um, They used to be the same. You know, Henry VIII... Created Anglicanism so he could have a divorce. Yeah, right.
0: Four or seven.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was Catholic, and then he was like, mm, "I want a divorce." And I think
0: that's why it's so similar to the Catholic Church because yes. he's like, "I don't dislike the Catholic Church, but I really want to have a divorce." Exactly.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's that's largely it. Apparently, like, they... yeah, it's it's like I say, it's Catholic light
0: I mean, that's fair. That's always kind of how I how I thought of it. Yeah.
2: I was raised Baptist, so uh-huh. which is like Catholic light, light, light. <laughs> was
1: how how Baptist were you? How into the baptism was your church?
2: I'm uh, pretty into it. I was baptized at three.
1: Did you have the big swimming um, pool, or was it a little font?
2: It was a big. It was it was a uh, an individual font, as it were. I okay. was com- it was I was completely submerged, hmm. um, but uh, I, you know only for a second. And, uh, I mean, I, so like, I don't know, my mom was never like hyper-religious, but my dad was. And so he raised us as, as Baptists, but they split when we were eight. Well, when I was eight, my brother was six and my sister was seven. Um, so it was, uh, it was a weird, it was a weird thing. And he kept trying to get us to keep going to church on his weekends. But like, you know, every other weekend was not, you know, mom was like, yeah, fuck that. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to keep doing that. Interesting. Interesting. You know, and then, and I have a a very distinct memory. My mom has a very, very pretty singing voice. And my dad was like, well, that's a gift from God. You need to share that. You need to share that with the whole congregation of of people at this church. And my mom is like completely antisocial and completely afraid of like public speaking. And so he made her like, he forced her to go and like, sing you know this song in front of everybody and it was great and it was met with huge applause and it was really pretty but like it tore her up completely she mm-hmm. was like you know huge anxiety and like like she shouldn't have had to do that you know um but uh but yeah other than that like once once they split like church was dad's thing <laughs> okay and mom had other things you know interesting
1: so i just had the memory i just realized when you were saying that that when I was grow- when I when I was born, or when my parents got married, my dad was raised Baptist and my mom was raised Catholic, and so they met in the middle with Episcopalian because it was okay. a, it was enough for both of them. So then, interesting, it was very interesting for me just now when you were describing that that I was raised Episcopalian, my wife was raised Baptist, and so then when we found a way to meet in the middle, we became Lutherans. <laughs> which has a similar story to the anglican church because um martin luther was a
2: catholic monk who was all about the reformation
1: who started the reformation so the lutheran church is you know patient patient zero for being almost catholic but a little less
2: right that is interesting i have a couple of friends who are lutherans and i don't again I don't know much about religions specifically like the lutheran religion but i I do find it interesting
1: lutherans don't serve wine they do grape juice and uh communion is once a month okay that's one of the biggest differences that i know yeah, I, I don't know. They're very <laughs> they're very similar to to Episcopalians <laughs> and, and Anglicans, except for that thing.
0: I I think the main main reason I went to a Lutheran school school is because when I was younger, my parents did not want to send me to a Stockton unified school, and the the price was right for. Did Kennedy.
2: did you just say Lutheran squirrel? School. At first, I'm,
0: because. I'm, I, I thought I tried to enunciate "school" very well, but I am deep into the bourbon now, so I may have a squirrel. That's right, um, that Zach no, doesn't I'm work take tomorrow. My final drink. Do it. I, yeah, exactly. I, don't, I don't. I don't work tomorrow, so fuck it.
1: I do, but I have to go to a Super Bowl party first. So I basically have to okay. wake up by eleven thirty and then uh, go to a Super Bowl party, and then sort of sober up, and then go take down a set.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can I can go as long as you guys can. Yeah. So <laughs> I
1: was up I was up until I think two thirty or three last night cleaning the house.
0: I I was up late watching YouTube videos, not cleaning my apartment. Yeah. But so I took I took a nap and then I had some green tea. So hey. we're good. Yeah, Zach, how
1: far are you on uh, Spyro?
0: I s- just started Riptos. Right, uh, whatever. I don't know the name of it. The second one. Crypto's Rage. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of uh, uh, PC games lately. So I've been a little bit behind on Spyro and also trying to catch up on podcasts. Mm. I am now following 25 or 26 podcasts. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. How Um, do you have time? I don't. I don't. I don't. (laughs) But I haven't caught up on, uh, like, half of them. But... Well, because one that CJ um, introduced me to Reconcilable Differences, oh, that's yeah. turned into one of my favorite podcasts.
1: You know what? I should have realized that how
0: far up your alley John Syracuse was going to be. Yeah, no, he is. Yeah, no, amazing. Because, so,
1: like, if John Roderick and John Syracuse ever did a podcast, I think I would be John Roderick, and you would be John Syracuse. Like, yeah, like
0: What's I don't the the name know.
2: Sound familiar? Which one? John Siracusa.
0: Um they've, I don't know. Talk, they've talked about if you've listened to New by Friday or um, Roderick on the line at all, they mentioned they call him Saracusa. Saracusa. Yeah.
1: Oh, James, right. that's okay. right. What are you listening to
2: of these things? Uh, Roderick on the line. Oh,
1: good, because you're very John Roderick.
2: Yeah, I. It's so many levels I connect with Mr. Roderick.
1: Me too. <laughs> <laughs> like if I was sober, my life would probably be exactly the same as John Roderick's.
0: Yeah. And see, as much as I like Roderick on the line, I don't identify with with uh, him at all. Like, I listen to that <laughs> because the the him and Merlin interacting is funny. But they have like, a good relationship. Yeah, they have a great relationship. But the the I've so far listened to three episodes of Reconcilable Differences, the first three, and originally. I, I think I talked to you about it. I was mm-hmm. in the, uh, You recommended just listening to the <sighs> first three, and then go ahead and, and just listen to the most recent. Yes. Yeah. But after listening to those first three, I'm like, oh my god, I might have to listen to all of these. There's a, every like, single one it was so interesting. There's yeah. a dip
1: after that. That's why I went with the first three because oh, the okay. first three are like a big intro and like a biography of who John Syracuse is that he goes deep into, and then after that they get into like now we're going to do a show and so there's a dip in like how they how the show goes because <laughs> they okay. don't after that they don't start hitting a rhythm until a while later
3: the, the first that the it's
0: next cool. two after that seemed interesting so i downloaded those but i'd say go until you're bored by one and
1: then okay go towards towards today
0: yeah, no. I I also already da- already downloaded the next uh, four, like the four most recent ones.
1: I play my daughter a song every night when she goes to sleep, and uh, that song is in the key of G. And then every night after we, the song is over and we've kissed her goodnight and we leave the room. Oh man, reconcilable differences isn't even on episode one hundred.
0: I know because I I just checked and it was kind of nice because I'm having trouble catching up because I wanted to start like three or four D and D podcasts, but yeah. I have, I, but um the um it only seems like they do one like twice a month. Yeah, so that's, that's
1: about nice. it. Anyway, so the song that I play here is in the key of G. So and all of the um all of the interludes on reconcilable differences are Merlin doing little guitar riffs in the key of G and so whenever we leave the room and close the door after we've kissed her goodnight I play because that's a little key of G guitar riff and that's just a nice little guitar joke for only me <laughs> But sometimes when I'm one just of
2: th- our thirteen listeners appreciated yeah. the fuck out of that yeah. joke.
1: <laughs> so anyway, when I when I'm like when I'm just kind of playing my guitar and not really thinking about things and spacing and playing guitar, I tend to just play reconcilable differences uh, uh, interlude music. Bum, 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 bum. That's how the show ends every time.
2: Yeah. I'm going to teach myself real quick how to play the guitar, and then I will laugh at that joke. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of... That's one of those... There's a lot of things. Like, James, you and I could have a whole technical theater podcast where we make lots of jokes that no one would
2: understand. Correct.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Craig
2: would fucking tickle himself pink just laughing at our podcast but nobody else
1: (laughs) i still bring up to other people to this day the day that i tried to diss someone as a lighting designer by naming the gel that they were probably going to use to you (laughs) two.
2: i use that story on a regular basis and because ever since you said that she fucking does
1: yes i know that's
2: the the main gel that she goes to yeah god damn it
1: because that's what lazy people do is they use that gel but yeah if for anyone who doesn't do anything with gels or lighting or anything like
2: wait, what? Yeah. Like <laughs> this, this is not... a waste of my 10 minutes. Yeah.
1: That, but that's a hardcore burn. If you, <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you know, lighting. Uh, like I would yeah. never
1: tell her, I've never told her and I never will that. I made that joke about her because that's really hurtful, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but only if you know about it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Zach, for keeping up on the Google Doc because I lost I lost the train for a while.
2: Forgot all about that shit. Not gonna oh, lie. God, I don't... I, I, have
1: I been keeping up on the... Well, you added a title that we're probably using. <laughs> oh, that was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I, see I, I thought happens. it was pretty good. But... It was. That's a great title. Yeah, so we get into was... the show and then I just I just sit here and I like stare at waveforms and don't think about no, see
0: that of stuff. Well, see, that's funny because you, you had a good a good start. And then I was like, oh, shit, CJ started the school doc. I should log into it. <laughs> and then like uh, an hour in, I'm like, oh, no one's updated in a while. I guess I'll just go <laughs> add some random, random shit. And if CJ likes it, he can keep it. If not,
1: he can uh, delete it. Yeah, I lost at least 45 minutes because the notes go from body care regimen to MAGA.
3: <laughs> MAGA. <laughs> and there was a lot
1: in between those two things.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: but even right I, this second i don't know what those were
0: <laughs> i i don't either but i know you know, do know either i'm going to be right back I Have to go pee mm-hmm. that's what i did gets. that earlier
2: while you guys were talking about your thing oh see there you go that's you gotta
1: <laughs> sometimes you just gotta hit mute and I hope
2: that nobody asked you a question yes <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've snuck in over the course of our show. I think I've snuck in about three Ps.
2: Nice. Today?
1: No. No, over the course oh. of the years that we've been doing the show.
2: I was like, that's impressive. That's insane. You've yeah. been talking this the whole time.
1: Yeah, there was a while where I kept a jug under the desk, under the table.
2: Yeah. And, um, but that... We've all we've all been there.
1: Well, I would forget to put it away or get rid of it. <laughs> and then my wife would find it the next day and be like what the fuck? I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> You're literally describing years fucking 12 to 14 for me. <laughs> <laughs> I would just I wouldn't I would not want to go down the hall and fucking piss in the toilet. So I would just piss in an empty water bottle or a soda bottle and just plan on throwing it away the next day and flushing it. Mm-hmm. But no, never. And then my mom would come in my room for whatever reason and be like, "Dude, what are you doing in here?" Like you literally yeah. like and it wasn't even, I say across the hall, I literally opened the door and the door facing my room was the bathroom, but I couldn't be bothered
3: no I've been there <laughs> i uh,
1: this was this was a drinking thing when I lived with my mom and I was drinking, but I shouldn't be because I wasn't 21 um, in my room, I would have to pee, but I figured that my mom would know. That I was drinking if I got up and went pee like five times in the night when I didn't do that on nights when I wasn't drinking. Right. But it was maybe winter so I couldn't like open the window and pee outside like I did a lot. I did that all the
2: time. You didn't live
1: on the second floor. I didn't live on the second floor. And there was, like, a big bunch of bushes right outside the window, so I could just pop the screen out and pee in the bushes and then pop it in. But it was, like, the middle of winter, so Whoa. I would... I, <laughs> hey, Zach, you're coming into a weird conversation. <laughs> yeah.
0: Peeing into the bushes. So I, the would, window. I would
1: pee into a little, like, you know, like an office trash can that I had in my room. And oh. then, then the next day, open my window and throw it out.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. When
3: was this? <laughs> Like ages 16, 17
0: Oh, okay Okay Okay. Uh, Yeah, I I mean God, yeah, I I can understand that Obviously not the best thing to do But,
1: you know, what could I do? I didn't want my mom to know I was drinking Yeah, no, I mean
0: I I can understand that I've never had to do that before but I mean, I could
1: You've never had to hide drunk
0: no, yeah, you're you do right. a lot of yeah. weird
1: things when you're drunk and trying to hide drunk. Yeah, See, you I, can't yeah.
0: let people know. Oh, lot well, I've done some weird things drunk that people know about, <laughs> but Zach,
2: how old were you when you started drinking?
0: Twenty-one. Oh, like, twenty-one. When you, when you okay. Twenty-one. <laughs> That's fair. It's about so, what I was. Expecting, so I didn't have to. So I didn't have to hide it anymore.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And my right. first drunk experience was um, camping with uh, CJ, friend of the friend of the show Brian and not friend of the show Matt because he's he knows we do this I think even though we told him yeah but... oh
2: he knows he just hasn't told you he
0: disapproves <laughs>
1: well now that he's single he's going to be a guest at some point I did not <laughs> want to do it while he was really? dating that yeah, girl. Okay. yeah at some okay. point
2: okay well, he's dating that girl because he would negatively affect the fucking show
1: <laughs> no because now he lives alone <laughs>
2: Yeah. Ah, that makes sense. <laughs> sense.
1: When we had friend of the show, Brian, on, he thought it was a video call. He didn't understand what podcasting was, and he yeah. kept his – he was talking on speaker the whole time with his girlfriend sitting next to him, occasionally yeah. giggling, and it was weird. So yeah. I didn't want yeah. to repeat that with friend our friend Matt.
3: Was
2: yeah. he dressed nice? Because that changes the entire
1: – Well, no, we didn't
0: have him – We We immediately told him turn your
1: camera off. We're just talking.
0: (laughs) We're just talking, man. It was none of us want to see your dick. Well I think that was like that was probably like only like a month or two in. Oh that was probably episode five, you know. That was like real early, yeah. Yeah. That was back when I still needed to have like an hour of drinking to actually talk. (laughs) Oh, right, 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 right. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Before you knew me, I still marvel at the fact that, like I've only actually met you in person like three times,
3: yeah, yeah, serious. and one of them
2: was an accident. We both just happened to be at
0: the same fucking at Valley Brew at the same time,
3: oh, that's right, <laughs> oh,
0: that was hilarious, yeah. <laughs> that that was hilarious, yeah, you know, that was fun, friend of the show, Jesse, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if he remembers that night at all, but he probably does not. No, probably not.
2: <laughs> Knowing what I know about
0: Jesse, probably not. <laughs> CG was like, Oh, come over. We're having a party for like Jesse. It's like by the time we get there, Jesse's like so waste. Oh like. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he probably doesn't remember New Year's either. No. He does not. Although maybe. That was a fun night. Like that was uh you you guys did very well with regards to the the whole murder mystery slash host of a party thing.
3: Yeah,
0: I. if you guys do it again next year, I'm, uh, I already promised myself, so I'm down.
2: Well, it'll be at somebody else's house, but we'll try and invite you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think... If you find room. <laughs> no, no, you'll get yeah. in.
1: I think <laughs> that... Um, Brian's episode is lost to time. Is it? Yeah, because I'm missing episodes... One, two, and three. Well, and then I it reordered everything. Great episode. No, it was not. It was a pretty bad
0: one, and I had to end was... it within an
1: inch of its life.
0: Well, James, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't. Did not get very drunk by episode. So I remember that there was a lot of inside jokes.
1: It was just all inside jokes. So I, it was like we recorded for an hour and a half, and I, when I edited it down to like what was. Good to listen to. It was like twenty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very short episode.
2: In the you can repost that as an inside joke episode.
1: Yeah, I can. I bet you, I can find it at some point somewhere here on this computer, or it's probably on my wife's computer because I think that was before I could. Or your work computer. It was yeah,
2: before you got your job.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I had the job, but I had not yet convinced them to give me a computer, claiming that I was ah. going to need it for work. <laughs> I, this thing, I've oh, used shit. it for work apps actually, like probably five times in the year <laughs> and a half I've had it.
3: <laughs>
2: you should start, like, okay, you should create like a barcode or something or like a, a link and start giving it to your students and be like, check out this podcast, <laughs> you little shit.
1: <laughs> it's great. We don't talk about much, we mostly read the internet.
2: Exactly, and get drunk, and you'll, you'll see fucking Mr. Martin drunk. Yeah. Do they call you Mr. Martin, or do they call you CJ?
1: They call me CJ mostly. Oh, okay. Some of the teachers who don't know me just start to go with Mr. Martin, and I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, fine.
2: Like, yeah, yeah. it's, it's okay. works. But it's right all right, I, sir.
1: When I first started, um, they were they, people kept asking me, like, do you want us to refer to you as Mr. Martin? And I kept answering with, like, if someone shouts, hey, Mr. Martin, I am not going to turn around, because I, that's not... I don't know that as
2: my name. I don't identify as that. Yeah. yeah I get that. This, this yeah. I'm,
1: By the time I was hired, I was 26 when I was hired. And so I spent 26 years not being Mr. Martin. <laughs> so it was like, well, I'd rather just be the name that I know.
2: It's weird. I'm Mr. Key at work. But I, I oh, literally God. last week decided that I'm going to be that I'm going to stop saying that, and I'm just going to start telling my clients my first name because I don't have a Facebook, and I don't have any mm. way for you to track me on social media.
3: There you go. But if
2: I did, like, it's bad news. Right. But, like, since <gasps> I don't, like, fucking whatever. I'm Who cares? Here. Hello. So, yeah, exactly. exactly. Find me on LinkedIn. Who fucking cares? Find me. Yeah, find me on LinkedIn. You find James Key, ask him some shit. It's a different James Key. What's up? What's <laughs> up?
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, I I pretty much all the like I don't I go by Zach. (laughs) I I don't think anyone calls me anything else other than that. Every every once in a while a new person will say like doctor. But I'm like, oh no, just call me Zach. Yeah. 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 It's like that's awkward. Please don't call me. Are you
2: technically a doctor? Like what is
0: like Yeah, I'm technically a doctor pharmacy. So technically well, my title is doctor. But that I... changes how I have to address you now. Exactly. <laughs> but that that's awkward. I don't prefer that just yeah.
1: That's why the first the first tag of every single episode we put up is Doc.
0: Doc. <laughs> doc. I
2: honestly thought that was being ironic, but now oh. that it's not, no like he's, I, uh... he's
0: actually a doc. <laughs> Yeah, no. Te- technically, the the only because I did an accelerated uh, pharmacy program, so the only degree I hold after high school is a doctor of pharmacy. But wow, yeah. So you jumped um, straight there.
1: You didn't like stop and get a bachelor's and a master's along the way. I
0: I had to do some undergrad, but I only did three years three years of undergrad. So I don't oh. technically have an undergraduate degree. Um, during pharmacy school, there was an yeah. option to. And plenty of people did, but I'm like, why? Why right. would I get this? What it's are you going to do extra with that? Yeah, it's not going to impact Other my...
1: Pay your school more money.
0: Yeah, no, well, exactly. It's not going to give me any extra benefit. I mean, the only at this point, the only thing that's going to help me is networking and passing my classes. Right. So and you don't even this,
2: need the networking because you kind of have an in.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I did because I was already working at a pharmacy beforehand. Right. That 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 kind of rolls into networking. It just makes it so much easier. I mean, that's fair. That's that fair. that's like everything. I mean, if you have the networking, it's yeah. Not yeah, no. So much of of school is networking. Is that
1: true? Is that how you got? Um, is that how you got your job?
0: I mean, yeah, I, mean, I was already hired at the company, so yeah. I mean, it's, it's I had to still interview and do all that stuff, but
3: oh, yeah, it's James, so much easier Zach, to
0: hire from within, though. Well, yeah. Zach
1: also has had two jobs in his life. He's been a bagger no, for I've, a safe
0: time. <laughs> and busy. been a pharmacist. a pharmacist. I've been at the same job. I went yeah. from bagger to pharmacy intern oh, yeah. to pharmacist.
1: There you go. He's had three jobs at the same company.
0: So I've I've technically been at the same company, so I still had to obviously interview for every single change in position I had. But when you're working for the same company, it just adds an extra benefit. Like, your references are at that company, the company already knows you. I mean, it's just different, yeah. My
2: company is currently San Joaquin County, and I failed my last interview. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So I passed the interview. They said that I interviewed actually great, and they would have hired me had it not been for the fact that I missed something on the practical exam that they gave me that I wasn't prepared for. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, and the practical exam was uh, an EDBC result. EDBC is electronic data data benefit calculation. And I missed something, and uh, I just, like, I just overlooked it completely because I'm not used to looking at it and they were like, "Yeah, so we're going to go with somebody else."
3: Oh.
0: <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
2: That's
1: too
0: bad.
2: That's fine though. It's what it is.
1: Cuz that was your but promotion yeah. where you were thinking you were going to have more time to listen to podcasts?
2: Uh yes, ultimately, but and I don't and it's fine. I do so like now like now we're into my slow months or my my mediocrely slow months where I have, you know, a couple of days in the middle of the month now, where I can listen to podcasts, okay. but like, but uh, doing the same job that I'm doing, although my supervisor is changing my. So my program manager, who is the manager of my supervisor, um, is a shithead, hmm. and oh. my my most recent supervisor, who I loved, uh, just had a baby, and then the program manager was giving her a bunch of shit, so she just quit. She took some bonding time and then was like, you know what? I'm not going to come back. Fuck this shit. And so now I'm what's called a stepchild insofar as I have several different supervisors that I can ask questions, but I don't really answer to any of them. Hmm. Um, And and then another supervisor just came back from like her husband passed away recently. Um, and So she was gone for two months and then she was back for like a month and then she was gone for another two months. Um, But so she's back now, and she's my new supervisor. So within, like, the last two or three days, I've been sort of getting to know this lady,
3: Mm -hmm. um,
2: which means my job is changing a little bit. But not not enough. Like, the actual, like, functionality of my job is the same. But, like, each supervisor is different. Man, as I hear myself talking, I'm drunker (laughs) than I (laughs) thought.
1: I can hear it a little bit. So was your supervisor on bereavement leave? And then just took some time. The off?
2: current one was yes. yeah. Okay. The current one was uh, she was on bereavement. And then and so and she told me that the program manager was like, hey, uh, that was a nice funeral for your husband. By the way, I'm going to need that uh, doctor's note for you on Monday.
3: <laughs> Weird. <laughs>
2: like that's Jeez. yeah, that's where my program manager is. Like she's an oh asshole. Like, yeah, you know, because none of this really matters. None of it really matters to anything. But she's like. You know, and that's why my other supervisor left. Like my other supervisor had a, a baby. Yeah. And the super, and she so she had a doctor's appointment and the program manager was like, Why do you need to take a full day off when you just have one appointment? Meanwhile, she lives in Elk Grove and she has a brand new baby. So she was like, Fuck you. Yeah. Like I'm gonna take a full day off. I'm not gonna come into work for three hours of work. Exactly. You know? And then yeah, drive away yeah. like like it's bullshit
1: especially when it's like an hour and a half on either side of something or exactly,
2: exactly. And so, and the supervisor. Yeah. So she, so she left, she was supposed to come back for a month and then like do another stuff. But like, she just left in the middle of her vacation. She was like, I'm not going to come back. And we were like, Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) No, I do the same thing.
2: Yeah. Agreed. I absolutely like, I completely understand with her. Like I have no hard feelings against her, but it's like the program manager like she sucks
1: (laughs) i have lately so like i have to cash out my sick time every single it's either sick time or vacation time or something whatever doesn't accrue i have to cash it out every school year because at the school where i work there's no there's no substitute for me if i'm going right if i'm not there then i'm just not there there's no one else who can come do what i do
0: so is your sick time separate or is it all rolled in
1: together I don't. I have a letter here somewhere. They, oh, I get a letter yeah. every school year that says, "Hey, you haven't used this from the previous school year, so you need to decide if you want that as cash or when you're going to use it." Basically,
2: right? Yeah. If you don't oh, okay. take it, if you don't take it a sick time
0: off, it's going to get lost. Right. Or They're, you get
1: it, it'll it disappear, or we'll get... give you some money.
0: Well, right. I could be wrong, but I thought. Um, the state passed something where everyone that's working is like guaranteed three sick days. No,
1: no, no, and that's what I get. Okay, but there's. It's, but if
0: you don't use them, they have to pay you for
1: them, right? Point. There's no possible well, reason for me to use them, and, and 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 that could be that could be the case now, Zach. But this is for last school year. Okay. This is the 17-18 school year that they're referring yeah. to. So anyway, um, I have so then like I don't know where I stand for other things like like maternity leave I didn't take any paternity leave when my kid was born but I could have and now I'm yeah. kind of thinking maybe I should have
0: you should have yeah you should have and, and you probably don't get paid out for it I
1: don't get paid out for it and so maybe like I should like because so my uncle died last week and uh-huh. yeah it's it's all right I, I haven't seen him in 25 years but okay. um So my uncle died last week, but that's my mom's brother. And she took some bereavement leave. And then when she did that, I was like, wait, that's the kind of bereavement leave is a thing. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's absolutely a thing. If you work for a school district, there's a lot of stuff like that. The unions work hard for stuff like that.
0: Yeah. No, even even though I'm non-union, we still have stuff like that. Yeah. But go ahead. So it just I keep
1: thinking, like, maybe I should start doing that, like cancel concerts and stuff and be like, I can't do
2: it. My uncle died. You'll have to figure out some other way. (laughs) I I think you'd be better off doing it without there being uh, a concert. Like just cancel a week. Like I'm not doing shit during this week. I'm going to fucking take bereavement or whatever.
1: Well, that's where, that's why it's nice with my two jobs that like, when I don't have anything going for a week, I just don't, I don't go. Right. And no one notices. Right. The, the ladies in the office have my back and they email me if ever there's anything in my mailbox so I don't have to go check my mailbox every day
2: and you can check it from your phone
1: no 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 Like, they, like I literally have a mailbox that people drop pieces of paper in but that doesn't happen all the time so if there's ever a piece of paper that gets dropped in there I get an email from them hey a piece of paper got dropped in your mailbox and then I go oh thanks I'll be there tomorrow and pick it up
0: <laughs> because they're they're very nice no, I mean you. You should use any any day they give you if you're not going to use it otherwise. <clears throat> yeah. Well, it's not like there's a bereavement bank. <laughs> well, no, no, yeah. no. Exactly. Like, well, like at my, at so my. There's company, a max though.
1: Yes, there is. Yeah,
0: there's the uh, max you can uh, can accumulate, and then with like the three days a year, like if. If you don't use them, you lose them. Um, right.
1: It used to be that that got added to a bank that then could cause you to retire. And so people would be able to, and they still do it in my mom's district. You just get it added to this bank. And so then instead of retiring two years before retirement, in some cases for some teachers, they just start their sick leave for two years and oh, then okay. they retire. Because they have so that's
2: much cool. accumulated. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But that's So they, the, you used to not fucking working for two years, and then they're like, I'm going to collect retirement at 80% or higher. Right,
1: and it's a whole bunch of winking and stuff where they go, I'm going on sick leave for the next two years. And then this other person gets hired to be their substitute for two years. But then the reality yeah. is that that person has retired, and this other person right. is the new teacher of whatever the class is.
0: And they're just going through all their
3: sick leave. Yeah,
1: yeah. so they're trying to put a stop to that kind of thing because that's... Only helpful for the recipient of the sick leave and the retirement. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> it's not yeah.
3: helpful
2: for the county or the fucking <laughs> right, school, right?
0: Yeah, no. It's yeah, it's it's kind of a gray area, not mm-hmm. not necessarily good. But if you have it, have access to it, yeah.
1: That's why they they're really they're very big on like we'll just pay you for your sick leave. Don't worry. There's no okay. bank yeah, anymore. Sure we'll will. give you money. You still get something out of not taking a sick day.
0: I wish they did that for me. <laughs>
1: It's it's not a ton, but it's like it's like 200 bucks, and that's nice. Yeah. It's nice to get an extra it's 200 fine. bucks.
0: It's fine, yeah. It's lovely. Well, yeah, no, you can't argue with that, yeah. And I also,
1: I happen to, to there's the, the reason that I probably will never quit the school job. I am a part of a certain category where I am an unrepresented member of a union.
2: Which what does that mean?
1: That means that we don't strike and stuff like that. We don't sure. We don't actually have a union like the janitors have a union the cafeteria workers have a union the teachers most certainly have a union and they cause a lot of problems for the district so there's a lot of back and forth on raises and things like that but as part of the class of people that are the unrepresented union we tend to get the best raises and it's just there it is because they want to keep you they want to keep us and they're like hey you're not giving us headaches." Like the, the, the teachers union this year started at asking for a 20% raise across the board.
2: Yeah. Lovely.
1: Which just... Because
2: if they get it, great. If mm, they don't fucking... Mm. There's just
1: no goddamn room in the budget. The board had to have a special meeting to like show, this is how the school district will look in two years if we give you this raise. There won't be a school right. district. We won't have there any won't money. There won't be one. <laughs> Stop asking for 20%. <laughs>
2: My union is up for a reevaluation this year. They, last year, they fucking, they were shit. And so we struck for three days.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: then they were, and, and my union also contains the hospital workers.
3: Oh. The non-doctors,
2: <laughs> right? Yeah, so, like, the, the, any clerical at the hospital was in my union. And so, like, we all struck. And, like, we struck two, for fucking two days at my, my building, and then one day at the hospital. And finally, they were like, "Okay, well, we're going to give you a three percent raise over three years, or two years, whatever it was, and then we're going to like reevaluate,
3: mm-hmm. right? And
2: we're also going to give you guys a bonus payment." So they did that. They gave us all each eight hundred dollars. Provided uh, th- they gave us eight hundred dollars across the board, but if we if we had filed exempt before that, we got to keep the full eight hundred. If we didn't file exempt, then it was going to get taxed, and some people got like five hundred bucks. Huh. but so so now we're up for reevaluation this year 2019 um and i don't know what's gonna fucking happen that is actually how i quit smoking cigarettes oh. <laughs> we struck for three days and i was like fucking <laughs> changing my fucking daily routine so what's up but i have no idea what's gonna come of it now because we have new union reps and new fucking bullshit man i'm drunk yeah like i
3: was yeah, trying to
0: I've, been, I've 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 done some damage to this four this four roses. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit! You're already in the four roses. We missed oh, the beer phase that, No, no. I on? I started with the beer. Yeah. No, the oh, torpedo right. that was Sorry. gone Sorry. within 20 minutes. of was doing this podcast. <laughs> and then I had a god. I almost pulled a whole, uh, whole glass of uh, wine. So I probably had two or three servings of wine. Nice. I'm proud of I've, you. Had, I've had four or five, four or five. Uh, shots of Four Roses. What is this? Ninety proof. <laughs>